93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Friday, August 2nd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, officials say two people were injured after lightning struck a tree in Newark, Delaware. The National Weather Service confirms a lightning bolt struck this property in the 100 block of Medley Drive. The force split tree branches, knocked over a hot grill, and jolted two men who fell to the ground. According to officials, a 31-year-old went into cardiac arrest after being struck. Paramedics were able to restart his heart, and he was transported to Christiana Hospital, where he's now listed in critical condition. The second patient, a 37-year-old, male suffered injuries to his chest and leg. They were said to have been grilling at the time uh, that the lightning struck. They were transported. Uh, he this, The 37-year-old was also transported to Christiana Hospital, where he's listed in serious condition. Robert F. Kennedy's granddaughter, granddaughter, Saoirse Kennedy Hill, has died at the age of 22. The Kennedy family released a statement on Thursday night following reports of a death at the family's compound in Hyannisport, Massachusetts. The statement was issued by Brian Wright O'Connor, a spokesman for former Congressman Joseph P. Kennedy II. Hill was the daughter of Robert and Ethel Kennedy's fifth child, Courtney and Paul Michael Hill, who was one of four falsely convicted in the 1974 Irish Republican Army bombings of two pubs. The statement says uh, Saoirse Hill was passionate about human rights and humans, uh, I'm sorry, women's empowerment and that she worked with indigenous communities to build schools in Mexico. The statement quoted her 91-year-old grandmother, Ethel Kennedy, as saying the world is a little less beautiful today. Further details were not released. Hey, so I was reading a little bit about this. RFK, does anybody know how old he was when he was killed? He was fairly young, right? Yes, he was. I'll put him in his mid to late 30s. So I didn't know this and, and obviously Irish Catholic, but they had 11 children. That's cranking out a lot yeah. by the time you're 33 some odd years old. Nick, <laughs> does it have uh, an age on him? How old he was when he did pass? Uh, he was only 42. Okay. 42, okay. Well, yeah. That's that's a big brood. Wow. Okay. Sad news. It yeah, is very, very sad. sad. Yeah. Uh, and not really releasing too many details. Health officials in Philadelphia have declared a public health emergency due to an ongoing outbreak of hepatitis A. Health care providers and other agencies have been directed to help vaccinate those most at risk for the infection in order to stop the outbreak. According to the Philadelphia Health Department, the city usually sees between two to six cases of hepatitis A per year. Since January, the health department has been notified of 154 cases. Whoa. Since July of 2018, the health department has coordinated the vaccination of 1,775 people considered at risk in reports that were more than uh, 12,439 total hepatitis A vaccinations have been given in the city, but it hasn't been able to end the outbreak yet, officials say. Hepatitis type A is an infection of the liver caused by a virus that is spread by the fecal oral route, either through personal contact or consumption of contaminated food or water. Those who have been diagnosed should take steps to prevent transmission, including washing hands, avoiding food preparation for others, condom use, and drug use harm reduction practices. Outreach organizations like Rock Ministries uh, is teaming up with the health department to offer free vaccinations on August 13th. In sports this morning... JT Real Muto hit a three-run home run and fell a triple shy of the cycle. Cesar Hernandez and Roma Quinn also hit home runs, and the Phillies beat the San Francisco Giants 10-2 yesterday afternoon at the ballpark. 
Jake Arrieta pitched two-hit ball into the fifth, but was pulled after 71 pitches because of a bone spur in his right elbow. He allowed two runs and four hits, striking out five in four-plus innings. Jose Alvarez and three relievers threw five scoreless innings to close out the win. The Chicago White Sox come to town tonight as the Phils open up a home series for Alumni Weekend. The newly acquired Jason Vargas will get the start, and game time is at 7.05. The Union are on the road this weekend with a game against D.C. United. The Union are still in first place in the Eastern Conference with 11 wins and 39 points, while D.C. United are three points back and in third place in the conference. The match is set to begin on Saturday night at 7.30. Olympic bronze medalist Ashley Wagner says she was sexually assaulted by John Coughlin, becoming the latest figure skater to make an accusation against the former U.S. skater. Wagner detailed the June 2008 assault to USA Today Sports this week, saying that she was 17 when Coughlin, who was uh, 22 at the time, climbed into bed with her, kissed her, and groped her without her permission. She said the incident occurred after a party at the U.S. team's figure skating camp in Colorado Springs. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. How's everybody doing on this Friday morning? Doing very well. Yeah. It's Friday. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah. A, it's a wonderful thing. And uh, we will celebrate that by giving away our Word of the Week prize today. VIP tickets to the PFL, which is the Professional Fight League 6, Thursday, next Thursday, the 8th, at the uh, Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City. That comes with an overnight stay, too. So we'll give that away today, and we have uh, several other things that you can win a chance to go on the uh, to the PA Ren Fair and a bus. Marissa Magnata hosting that. You know, it occurs to me that if you're a fan of Game of Thrones, yes. uh, that is certainly a realm you want to go to. Most definitely. Realm is a great word yes. for that. So, uh, yeah, especially if you're a Game of Thrones fan, you owe it to yourself to head out there. So listen up for your chance to win those. we got a couple of pairs of tickets left for the Rock Residency. Corn and Allison Change, which is on Saturday, and a... Uh, grand prize that you can qualify for, a VIP lounge, pre-show party, interactive games, memorabilia, food, beverage, all that stuff. So listen up to win those as well. We have a couple of guests on the program today. Both have been here in our studio before. Natasha Legero is going to be performing at Helium Comedy Club this weekend. So she is stopping by. It's been a while, though, for yeah. her. Yeah, it's been a long time. So that's that's really cool. I think... Sa- we haven't spoken to her. She did the the uh, James Franco roast, mm-hmm. which I, I thought she was sensational on, and we she hadn't done it the last time she was in here. Cool. So she'll be stopping by as well as Sean Wayans in our studio. SW1. And yeah, he'll be at uh, Punchline uh, tonight and through the weekend. So he's stopping by, too. Should be good, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of stuff to get to today. So let's first take a break, come back in a moment. We'll start the giveaways with the stupid question. I'll run down the entertainment stories for you, and we will officially begin... Our Friday morning together. Back in a moment. Stay there. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So for the stupid question this morning, I'm going to give away a four-pack of tickets to Six Flags Great Adventure, and we'll do a question about the Berlin Wall. Mm-hmm. It's one, uh, one of my favorite walls. One of the gates was known to the Soviets as the Frederick Street Crossing Point, but what did the Americans call it? 215-263-WMMR. One of the gates of the Berlin Wall was known as Frederick Street Crossing Point, but what did we, the Americans, call that particular gate, 215-263-WMMR. Call now. Let's see if you know the answer. I'm going to go through some birthdays while we're waiting for that answer. Today being the second day of August. And Edward Furlong 
is 42 years old. He was uh, the kid in Terminator 2 and the kid in American History X. And he was a breakout in both those movies, especially American History X. He was really, really good. And then, I don't know, there was drugs and uh, yeah. abusive relationships and all that stuff. Yeah, he kind of took a, a yeah. turn there. But, and I don't but, know, what's he doing now? I don't he, know. Good question. I'd have to look up his uh, his credits and see if he's been acting, but I, I don't know. Uh, he is 42. Hard to believe that. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh. That age, that age. So I didn't need to hear that. Because, Steve, on his credits, it says he's going to be in the next Terminator movie, the Dark Fate movie, which comes out uh, this year. Well, maybe okay. he's back on track then. So it seems like he uh, continues to work as an actor. All right. Uh, happy birthday to him. Also, Mary Louise Parker. I always liked her. Uh, me too. Uh, everything. You guys watch Weeds? I did not. I did. And I've considered it. Yeah, you'd like it. It's short. It's a half hour long. It's funny. Um, but there's some dark drama that goes on. It's some dark comedy too. Kevin Nealon's very good. Kevin Nealon's great. Yeah, and uh, she's the star. And uh, and you, I think that'd be a good exercise show she's for you. A suburban housewife who's who runs a pot business. I yeah. did see the one uh, angry sex scene that she had. Do you remember that? I don't. I do. Uh, yeah, it was. I forgot who. It was another fairly well-known actor that she was in the scene with, okay. and and they're like they're having sex, but they're like uh, they're pushing each they're other fighting. away and Fight they're fighting at the same time. It is really strange and hot. Yes, I think she's a, an attractive woman. Of course, once you had the uh, salad tossing scene in uh, gir- uh, the uh, Lena Dunham show. Oh uh, yeah, was that girls? Yeah, Was that with Mary Louise Parker? No, no, no. Oh, but I mean, okay. if you're talking about, for, yeah. so that was like, that probably would have been a Mister Skin top level pick. But yeah, yeah. It was usurped by that one. Uh, Red Dragon, Angels in America, a lot of stuff. She's 55 today. Our good friend Kevin Smith celebrates his birthday today. Yes, and Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Yeah, you were telling me about out. that. Yeah, there they, was a trailer. Red Band trailer. Okay, totally mm-hmm. profane. But it appears he's got Matt Damon in it. Okay. He's got Ben Affleck in it. Yeah. So he's got the the all, the whole all you know the gang of all those movies. Yep. Everyone's making cameos, and yeah. I love that because I love those movies when they were coming out. Yeah, they did in uh, the Jay and Bob Jay and Bob Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. Uh, so they're rebooting it. I like think he's telling the story. What or? happens is is that they're the plot of the movie is they're stopping. They're, they're trying to stop Hollywood from making a reboot of the movies. <laughs> and they're on a mission to do that because they it. think it's such a terrible idea. I love it. I love it. So uh, Kevin is 49 today. Uh, there's a man that we drove to drink. <laughs> Bust. We broke his sobriety. Oh, God, that's right. Butch Patrick of oh, the Monsters, Eddie Monster. We did. Uh-huh. He's 66. We had, Didn't mean to. We had him by as a guest. It was the same morning that we were, do our, we were doing our haunted whore ride. <laughs> Where we would take uh, strippers, dress them up as prostitutes, and we and we did an unsanctioned, unapproved, non permitted parade <laughs> down Delaware Avenue on hay bales and all that stuff. And we, you know, he was he was in the monster, so he'd be perfect. To he be was our grand marshal. Grand marshal, and he was into the, it. The haunted horror ride. He was, and then he had been sober for, and he started drinking that day. <laughs> That poor man. Wait, was it that day? On well, the, uh, the next day, or, or with, with, sure, within yeah. the the next couple of days. Oh so yeah, maybe awful. I'm exaggerating. We might have been the final count. tipping point. Uh, but I th- I think he ended up. The word was he got back on the straight and narrow. He's yeah. good. Yeah. So I always liked him. He's, he's also nice a prostate guy. cancer survivor. Uh, he's, Is he? He's sixty six. Yeah. Tell me that when he's here. Nice. Uh, let's see. Joe Lynn Turner, a singer. Uh, he was a singer of uh, Deep Purple and Rainbow, and unfortunately, this is... Uh, oh, man! That's, you uh, screwed that's it up! Ronnie James Dio <laughs> singing lead on that one. 
Uh, no, this? nope, not that. No, he, no, no, he would be um, no. You know what? That's a good question. I forgot what. How about this incarnation question? of Deep Purple he was in? <laughs> he did that one. That's him. Do you remember? Pull up uh, Street of Dreams from Rainbow. All right. Uh, and, in uh, the meantime, and... I'm going to play this in hopes that the... the hell did this guy do? Uh, Rainbow more so than Deep Purple. I, think. I, don't, I don't know what all he did in Deep Purple, but anyhow, it's a good well, singer. Well, we only have three Rainbow songs, Preston. We have uh, Since You Been Gone, something that one. or other. That's a good okay, song. Since You Been Gone is him. All right, so. Since You Been Gone. I like this song. So do I. In fact, this was a... Was this an MTV hit or was it pre dating No, this was pre... Yes. Pre-MP. I get the same old dreams, same time every night. Fall to the ground and play this later. He is 68 today, so happy birthday to Joe Lynn Turner. Hey, it's Judge Ito's birthday today. Lance Ito of the O.J. Simpson trial? Yeah, and in fact, it says here in his credits, retired celebrity judge. <laughs> well, he really loved the ph- celebrity he of the whole thing. He savored it. Yeah. And that put him in bad standing with the other judges. Mm-hmm. A lot of the lawyers had hurt his career you because he was sopping it up. Leno would do a bit called oh, the, the Dancing Ito's. <laughs> and they would come out like high kick, like the Rockettes. Yeah, all wearing the yeah. robes. <laughs> Which is funny, but I mean, it's a trial about a double murder. Yeah. yeah. You know? I know, I know, but it was it that was, whole that whole it, trial was a circus. All and of it. It, it, it took on the pop culture, yeah, circus is the best word for it. Well, and if you stop and think about the level of focus when that happened, and and, and so we've had events that have certainly been uh, uh, have just transfixed the nation. But at that time, you weren't dealing with multiple news sources and social media and blah, blah, blah. I mean, you were multiple news sources, but not like we have now. And everyone was just locked. Yep. It made careers. And the same way that the uh, Iranian hostage crisis created Ted Koppel, like Greta Van uh, Sustern and all these other reporters, came into being because of the O.J. Simpson trial. Exactly. So Judge Edo is 69 today. And then the last birthday I saw is actor Sam Worthington. Yes. And uh, Terminator Salvation. Which I really enjoyed. Okay. Yeah. I think it is a good movie. I think it's... Have you ever seen it? No. So it it's kind of the progression the movie should have taken. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, yeah, it, it's good. I even watched that one with uh, Nick uh, Stahl. Yeah. I don't like that one. I, I watched it... I, it's the one with Claire Danes. Yeah, the last time I watched it, I was like, okay... You know what? I'm okay with this one. It's it, you know it's the weakest link of the entire chain of movies, but uh, but this one in particular, the uh, Terminator it's Salvation, pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Avatar obviously made him a big big star, and yeah. he's in the coming sequels. Yeah, four movies, four more of them coming. You know he's good in. He's good in the movie Everest. If you've ever seen the movie I Everest, see that. I need to see yeah. it. And uh, Clash of the Titans. Yeah, uh, he played uh, Perseus. Yeah, uh, so he is. Uh, How's it going? I'm Perseus. <laughs> Perse- you can call me Percy. <laughs> Have you heard what happened to the Hydra? Are you a Titan? <laughs> is that your lightning bolt? Medusa plays <laughs> the hair. What, what happened? Uh, I just I don't know why I said that. Perseus. <laughs> Sam, Sam Worthington is 43 years old today, so happy birthday to everybody celebrating birthday today on the second day of August. All right, that means we can go to our stupid question answers. 
And I wanted to know, uh, the Berlin, lo- Berlin Wall, one of the gates, was known to the Soviets as the Frederick Street Crossing Point. But what do the Americans call it? 215-263-WMMR, the number. And it is Mike who is first in, so I'm going to go to him. Hey, Mike, good morning. Good morning, my bitches. <laughs> I love that energy. Well, thank you, bitch. What would what did we call it? What was the name of that gate? Was it Checkpoint Alpha? Nope, it was not oh. Checkpoint Alpha. Ah. Sorry, sir. I will go next to Jermaine. Hey, Jermaine, good morning. Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, bud. Um, is it Checkpoint Charlie? That's the one we're looking for. The famous Checkpoint Charlie. Hold on a second, Jermaine. We'll get your information. I'm going to give you a four-pack of tickets to Six Flags Great Adventure. Don't let summer slip away. Visit Six Flags Great Adventure with heart-pounding coasters to a safari off-road adventure. Uh, plus, test your courage on the new Wonder Woman Lasso of Truth, the world's tallest pendulum ride. You can go big and go Six Flags. By the way, a, a movie that I enjoyed about uh, that had the Berlin Wall as a backdrop uh, oh, was Bridge of Spies. It's an excellent movie. I really yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah, it's not everybody's cup of tea. It's no. a very serious movie, but uh, Tom Hanks is great in it. And it's uh, worth a look. And one of those characters, and it's weird to call him a character because it was a true story. I can't remember if it was Tom Hanks or the guy that he was saving ended up teaching well he taught at swarthmore college for like years and years is that right so he was he lived here for a long time after that i'm gonna guess that was probably tom hanks's character i I don't don't know i can't remember which one but anyhow um i do have some entertainment stories to get to so we're gonna go with this and uh we'll lead i've been leading with the royal couple a lot i know yeah F them. Well, Megan, better than the Kardashians. Uh, good point. Is it? <laughs> yeah. But, by the way, okay, so I'm glad you brought that up, Kathy. I saw a commercial yesterday, a parody of the Kardashians that I think is just hilarious. <laughs> it's for Realtor.com. Have you guys seen that? No, no I haven't. Uh-uh. I'll see if I can find it for you because I just, I, I really got a kick out of it. But anyhow, uh, Megan and Harry have a complicated relationship with social media. While Harry especially has repeatedly publicly warned young people from falling into the trap of placing too much emphasis on social media, the pair once again use their might on Instagram to make a point. So for the second time, the Sussexes unfollowed everyone oh on their my Instagram God. account. Yes. And they pledged to choose who to follow over the next few days. And but they, they were they were staunchly committed to letting everyone know they are maintaining their Pornhub accounts. Oh, very yeah. good. So uh, <laughs> they asked their millions of followers who should be on their lucky list of follows this month. They wrote, over the next few days, please add your suggestions into the comments section. Uh, someone you look up to, the organization doing amazing work that we should be following, an account that inspires you to be and do better, or that simply makes you feel good, or the handle that brims with optimism for a brighter tomorrow. What the hell are they talking about? Uh, we will choose 15 accounts and follow them next Monday as we spend the month of August acknowledging the forces for change in all of our lives. People should recommend the Preston and Steve show. Yes. Preston and Steve show on Instagram. We yep. do the Camp Out for Hunger every year. That's true. We do. Uh, and our second photo is a picture of a chicken calendar. Yeah, That's yeah. True. Thanks for charity. Yeah. Uh, this is part of the pair's Forces for Change initiative in which they use their standing to draw attention to charitable causes. Are they both keeping their Ashley Madison accounts? I don't know about that. Okay. We're not sure. Uh, the Queen is on, right? She's on Twitter or... She's on Twitter, Twitter, right? Yeah, I think there's a royal account for um, her house or her the Buckingham Palace, Steve, right? On Instagram, uh, but she has a Twitter account. Well, yeah. well, she usually it's in the news when she tweets, and yeah. she hasn't tweeted in a while. Yeah. 
Um, on social media, I don't follow a whole ton of accounts. One of the accounts I do follow is Julianne Hoff. I love her. Who is uh, from America's Got Talent, currently formerly with uh, Dancing with the Stars. And so yesterday, she posted a picture of her on the September cover of Women's Health. She is full-on naked. Yeah, she is. And she's not doing this little cover-up thing oh, yeah. that, that women do. She's, like, sprawled in the air. My like, friend, she just don't care. Doing uh, a big, uh, you know, dance move. And my goodness. My friend took that photo. I'm not done yet. One oh. Mo- oh, really? Yeah. That is an amazing Heine, I just have to say. No, absolutely. Well, listen, she's a dancer. Seeing... She's an athlete. She's... She's awesome. Well, so what's a, the article about? Why is she naked? A lot of Heine. Uh, you know, <laughs> I know why. Sure. But uh, what? The article, in the article, she admits or she says she is, uh, she's gay or she's, she says she's not well, straight. Well, that's part of it. Yes. Yeah, I do have that coming up. Right. But okay. uh, what, who's your friend that took the photo? So my friend Zach is married to my friend Matt, uh, who I grew up with. And uh, he has a production company out in L.A. Um, if you go to, I believe, the Instagram page is uh, Crawford and Productions. Um, he he does all of this stuff. So he he actually physically was there and took that picture. Yeah, well, it's his production company. Well, yeah. well yeah. awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but my my buddy Matt, who who I grew, he's the one I stole. We stole the child's play uh, bus oh, uh, yeah. a train the billboard, billboard from yesterday. Are you serious? Yeah, You're and now he's taking pictures so of Julianne. What's Hall. crazy about that is that he goes out to L.A. to become an actor. Yeah, right. He's a florist now. And now he's, like, friendly and friends with, like, Tiffany Amber Thiessen and, like, all these people because he's, he's just this amazing floral artist. Okay. And uh, and then uh, and his husband is, you know, uh, production company owner, photographer, wow. all that. If you remember the original iPod uh, commercial where the shadow was dancing. When yes, they were yeah, walking yeah. Down, yeah, he, like, created that commercial. Wow. Yeah. Well, why don't okay. you exploit that? Friendship for the benefit of our show. <laughs> yes, please. Probably should. Yes. Well, exploit um, it. So she talks, uh, Julianne Hoff in the uh, the issue talks about the massive transformation she's gone through since marrying Brooks Leitch. Is that how you say his name? Peter? I think that's the it, hockey yeah. player. Oh, uh, like. Uh, like. All right, thank you. Yeah. Uh, and not that it's been easy. The 31-year-old shares that uh, she was worried that her NHL player husband wouldn't get it. She said, I was connecting uh, to the the woman inside that doesn't need anything versus the little girl that looked up to him to protect me. And I was like, is he going to love the, this version of me? But the more I dropped into my most authentic self, the more attracted he was to me. She started by confessing that she wasn't straight. She told him, uh, you know I'm not straight, right? And he was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> uh, and uh, she said, I was like, I'm not, but I choose to be with you. By the way, she it says in here she she is it, it credits her as the pro dancer who created a new dance concept called King uh what is this Kin Kinergy uh, Kinder Care no K I N R G Y <laughs> I'm not familiar with that Kinergy I guess and is I'm how up you on all the it. dance stuff Kathy uh, you're the resident dancer look up K I N R G Y so it's the name of her um, website uh, that. PrestonKinergy.com, and then uh, that has an Instagram account as well that features her. So okay. it might be a so new... So she just created the website. Yeah, it, it might be a new uh, fitness um, type of dance. Okay, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but she, apparently she said, I think there's a safety with my husband now that I'm unpacking all of this. And uh, there's no fear of voicing things that I've been afraid to admit or that I've had shame or guilt about because of what I've been told or how I was raised. It's a combo of uh, kinesthesia and energy. And so she created it, and it's basically uh, dancing for fitness. Okay. She posts a lot of videos of her, you know, with groups of people dancing and stuff. Yeah. It's insanely impressive. She's working what? on a new program called Sam Kinergy. Sam Kinergy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 
Where you just scream at people? <laughs> <laughs> it's like primal scream therapy. Right, 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 right. Uh, she said, uh, talking about the, the photo, she said, I didn't want to do a demure shoot where I was trying to cover my body. I wanted to do something where I was free, and now I'm walking around naked all the time, and I love it. So, Okay. Nice. Yeah. Well, good. we support her in that, Preston. We do. We absolutely do. So I told you guys while I was vacationing in Hawaii, yes, I saw a lot of uh, protesters all over the place that were uh, protesting uh, construction that is uh, taking place on top of Hawaii's tallest mountain on the on the Big Island on Hawaii. Well, Jason Momoa stood tall, proud, intimidating, and determined to not allow any construction to happen there. The Aquaman star joined thousands Wednesday on their 17th day of blocking a road that leads construction crews up to uh, Mauna Kea's summit. And, uh, or, I'm sorry, um, Mauna is how you say it. Look at you like a local. Um, (laughs) Where crews play. It's funny about, you have to pronounce all of the vowels, and they have different pronunciations than uh, most of the vowel sounds. But anyway, Mauna. Mauna. Mauna Kia's Summit, uh, where the crews plan to build a 30-meter telescope. Uh, Jason was flanked by his children, uh, Nicole Wolf and Lola, uh, both of whom were wrapped in native flags. Jason, who was born in Hawaii, wore a crown and green leaf lay around his neck, and he told the crowd that he was honored to be there and followed with, we are not going anywhere, which drew a roar, uh, roaring ovation. He, uh, no, he's serious. I mean, he does. Um, yeah. He does all the the, the, the the tribal chants and all that stuff. And uh, you know, I, I'm kind of conflicted, Preston, because apparently the location that the telescope would rest on is the most would be the most perfect spot on Earth. However, it is very important to the to the locals. It has a big religious uh, aspect to it, and that's the issue here. Yeah, it's considered sacred. There yeah. are other um, observatories and, and telescopes yeah. up there, uh, but they're they're like, look, you've done enough, okay? Knock it off. Yeah. So Dwayne The Rock Johnson also joined the group last week and said it's bigger than a telescope, it's humanity, it's culture. Uh, Native Hawaiian groups, of course, are worried the construction site will damage land they consider sacred. The astronomers behind the 30-meter telescope uh, want to put it on uh, the summit because it has the best conditions in the northern hemisphere. Dude, while we were there, the stars were just... Of course! Yeah. just unbelievable. It's amazing. It was just so cool. We saw, you know, the the Milky Way, and, and it was... it's it's Yeah, it's the best spot to see uh, because of the... because of its uh, lack of uh, light, light pollution, pollution and because of its um, uh, elevation and... Uh, the clarity and, of the so atmosphere, the whole thing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he had said, uh, Momoa had said in a uh, uploaded video on stories uh, on Instagram, Aloha, everyone. I'm home. My family and my babies are here. I love you. I love being there. And I love supporting, er, loved supporting everyone. And I loved interviewing everyone. We're going to get our voices out there. It's my duty. I love you. And I'll see you soon. I'll be back, he said. I wonder if uh, Shane Victorino has an opinion on this matter. That's a good question. He loves Hawaii. He yep. spends most of his time there. Absolutely. Um, we mentioned the Kardashians. I'll go to them real quick. Kim does not want to air her. What was that? No, it's okay. I'm handling the Kim, the Kim stuff. <laughs> her dirty laundry. Uh, the reality star is demanding that the $300 million lawsuit that accuses her of cheating her former business partners to be, uh, be kept private. According to court documents, Kim wants the federal lawsuit filed by David Libinson, uh, to move to arbitration, which would shield it from public view. She filed redacted documents. And look, she's a lawyer now. That's right. Arguing that the suit was filed in the wrong state in Oklahoma and asked that it be filed in California instead. Kim also claimed the lawsuit exceeded the statute of limitations. 
Uh, he is suing over the phone apps and emojis that uh, caught Kim's eye. He says that Kim and her pal Jonathan Cheban uh, demanded an 80-20 deal in which they'd keep most of the profits, and he declined. So that's what, huh. that's, that's, what that's about. This is legally blonde playing out as legally <laughs> dumb. Totally. Yeah. Yep. Eva Longoria is standing behind her former Desperate Housewives co-star Felicity Huffman as she faces trial in the college admissions scandal. Longoria told E.T., I think that she has a heart that is bigger than the sun, and that's the Felicity I know, and that's the woman I choose. That would be an enormous heart. It would be gigantic. The sun is incredibly big. Uh, And there would be health problems, I would assume, associated with that. Well, yeah, and a large heart is not a good thing. No, it's not. Longoria told the entertainment outlet Wednesday in Beverly Hills uh, she was humbled by what happened, and I think she did handle it with as much grace as she could in that situation. Uh, Huffman also received support from her other uh, Otherwood co-stars Patricia Arquette and Angela Bassett. Arquette told E.T. last month, I think she dealt with it the best way that you can deal with it, uh, but I know she's probably carrying a lot of shame and guilt. Uh, Bassett agreed, saying I think that she's handling it like a grown-up person. <laughs> like a grown-up person? What an incredible uh, analysis. <laughs> she's handling, handling like a grown-up person. She's handling like a grown woman. It's a brave thing and a courageous thing. <laughs> Sentencing <clears throat> is uh, September 13th. They made a mistake. Uh, they're going to do their stuff, and it'll be over. Yeah, yeah. Not so, not so for the other couple. All right, Wendy Williams. Haven't talked about her in a few days. Huh. Uh, show staffers are looking for gigs after one of the most difficult seasons they've ever seen, Page Six reports. Uh, the staffers reportedly fear that drama stemming from Williams' health, her rehab, and her impending divorce may doom the show's future. Uh, they are well aware that all they have is season 11 left. That's guaranteed, but until production company uh, Debmar Mercury announces that they are renewing additional seasons beyond the next season, some staff have begun searching for I want jobs. you to know that if you're all concerned about your jobs, that I will forever be fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, meanwhile, <laughs> Williams and her estranged husband, Kevin Hunter's New Jersey Pad, is on the market for $1.895 million. God almighty. They had purchased it for two point one million. So, they so may, what a deal maker may take a loss on that. Let's yep. make sure we take a hit on this one. Uh, let's talk about Bachelorette for a moment. Hannah B. Uh, Jed Wyatt ah. uh, is speaking out about his ex Bachelorette fiance Hannah Brown uh, and her reported date with Tyler Cameron. I have to admit, I was jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even though I have a, a girlfriend already, right? Exactly. Uh, the pair got engaged on the Bachelorette's final and finale. Sorry, uh, then uh, quickly broke up after Brown learned why it didn't end a relationship before the show. And sorry uh, about that. After that, she... I'm married with five kids. <laughs> Did I leave that off the sheet? But he loves her. I love you. Yeah. After that, she was reunited with the show's runner-up, Cameron. I want you to be my wife number two. She asked. <laughs> Oh, so sweet. Yeah. She asked him out. Uh, appearing on Good Morning America Thursday, Jed. See, I'm a moron. Don't uh, you mean Mormon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she asked him out. And, and appearing on Good Morning America on Thursday, Jed, they had him on Good Morning America. Of course. Why wouldn't you have Jed on Good Morning America? Yeah. It's a new show. He said, but you know. Her happiness is in my best interest, or is my best interest, or is an interest. I want her to be happy, and Tyler's one of my friends. He's a great guy, 
And if that's what's supposed to be, I support that. So, um, oh, he sounds so caring. Can you believe anything this no, guy says? When he, uh, when she asked him out on a date, uh, was that on the the finale? But and yes. then they got engaged also. No, 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 no. no, no oh, no. they didn't get engaged. They didn't. This isn't. No, it was a different guy. That so oh, so it was Jed and Tyler. So they got engaged. Right. She and they, they everything was beautiful, and then she found out that he had hung on to the girlfriend. So she did not get engaged to the runner up. Correct. I got you. But, okay. On the finale, you know, come back and tell us about it show, uh, she asked the, the, the guy who was the second, who was the first runner-up, if he wanted to go out on a date. Okay. So that's, that's, instead of that's... doing what most people do, which is F you. <laughs> but, I mean, to end it on, will you go out on a date with me, actually seems a little more realistic in life than yeah. will you marry me. But what it also does, is it takes the entire season and just flushes it. It yeah. did absolutely nothing. A but date me. after lavish right. vacations, make-out sessions, maybe They're sex. going out for coffee, which <laughs> yeah. makes yeah. it absolutely, completely not unique at all. Sex and windmill. Yeah. Yeah, my, my favorite parts of those shows, because it makes me laugh, is when the guys go into the whole... You know, everything about you is exactly what I've been looking for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And these days we've had together have solidified that. What I've the emotion I first felt when I first saw you. When I met you Monday morning, <laughs> I felt something yeah. I hadn't felt before. <laughs> and on through Monday afternoon to Tuesday morning to midday Tuesday to about two thirty, two thirty, three thirty-five. I knew I loved you. <laughs> really. I, it cracks me up. Yeah. I know. It really, really cracks You're me up. You're just going to throw away this day and a half? <laughs> I can't believe this show is still on and still does as well as it does. And, man, it gets some hook liners. Yeah. Right you have to. There were a ton of people terrified that we're going to start becoming the Bachelorette show. We no. no, no, no. We just have. When no, you, we haven't. When you, get some, when you get some clips, though, every now and then, you got you got to go there. Because it gets reported. So, so, actually, some seasons just get glossed over. But when it crosses over into mainstream entertainment, yes, like yeah. this, this situation was unique. Yeah, the other situation where the guy actually dumped the girl that he picked—that was unique. Yep. For the most part, though, I find them unrelentingly boring. Yep, yep. All right, so Kevin Costner is firing back at claims filed by whistleblower Bradley Birkenfeld. Bradley Birkenfeld. That he has hidden millions of dollars in a bid to evade taxes. Uh, via the blast, Costner's lawyer says, in an apparent gambit to raise his own profile and continue to seek his 15 minutes of fame, Birkenfeld has repeatedly spread outrageous, malicious lies claiming the defendant, Kevin M. Costner, Supposedly hid millions of dollars in a secret UBS Swiss bank account to evade U.S. taxes. What's the M for? Do we know? Is it Murgatroyd? <laughs> That's so a good question. What is <laughs> Kevin Costner's middle name? I know. This, this story is much more impactful that you're telling, but I'm like, hmm. It's it's be what's that M for? It's It'd be better if it was Murgatroyd, but sadly, it's only Michael. Okay. Ah. God damn it. Uh, Birkenfeld has done so. The statement continues. Birkenfeld has done so despite the fact that Mr. Costner never had any UBS Swiss account or any offshore accounts whatsoever. I like Kevin Costner, so I'm I sticking to it. You know what he's doing? He does the voice of the dog in The Art of Racing in the Rain, that new movie coming out. The Art of Racing in the Rain, what's that about? So it's it's one of this these endless series of stories like uh, uh, Dog's Purpose of Dogs. I'm a sucker for all of them, but this is another, you're hearing the dog's thoughts. Right. And uh, Milo Ventimiglio, uh, and who is the, the girl from uh, Mean Girls? Um... 
Uh, the the blo- I know who you're talking. Yeah, you about. know what I'm talking about. I love what my, it. My yeah. Amanda, Amanda Seyfried. Yeah, and so my, it's actually my my wife's favorite book. But it I I'm, I kept seeing the commercial. I'm like, I know that voice. I know that voice. It's Kevin Costner. Cool. I would love to see what they're actually thinking. Why don't you lick her butt? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Never mind. No, you'd love to see what it's about. The dog thing. Yeah. All right. What? Don't worry about it. Okay. Just keep, it's move the on. story of a dog and his thoughts. <laughs> lick her butt. <laughs> Go ahead, lick it. You love it. I lick mine. I love that. Hey, where do you want to go for dinner, buddy? Doesn't matter. I eat frozen turds. <laughs> so what are you going to lick her ass? Get off that. <laughs> lick her butt already. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, buddy. All right. I love you, man. I know you're getting up there in years. Yeah. Did you lick her butt yet? <laughs> Because that's really a lot of what dogs think about. Uh, it's what they do. They yeah. love it. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, I just ate some tampons. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, we eventually. So I that know. It's finally stopped in our house. We finally got a uh, a trash can with a little closing <laughs> lid on the top of it. Right. They're predators. For the bathroom. If they're going to rip a rabbit behind to oh. pieces in your yard. Yeah, exactly. A, a tampon's like a, like a buffet. Oh, yeah. my cats can get into those uh, trash cans. Oh, really? I have to put the heavy tissue box holder on top of the trash can with the lid. No kidding. <laughs> okay. Pets are so fun and Aren't cute. Aren't they? Aren't they adorable? <laughs> eating your tampons. Yeah, they rip animals apart in the backyard. <laughs> Buddy, is your, is your paw hurt? Yeah, it's, it doesn't feel too good. Did you lick her butt yet? <laughs> All right, uh, one more story. Netflix has given 13 reasons why the green light for a fourth season. Four seasons Wait, for that? Yeah, yeah. The third season's going to launch on the 23rd of this month, so that hasn't started yet, but then they'll go for another season. I didn't even watch the second season. I didn't uh, realize that I didn't watch, out. I haven't seen it at all. Is the first... Well, the first controversial season yeah. was the big one. I watched that, and uh, I, uh, it was It was good. Uh, but uh, no, I, I haven't heard anything about the other seasons. Uh, the fourth and final season will feature the core's la- uh, the core cast graduation. Uh, Brian Yorkey serves as creator, showrunner, and executive producer of season three, alongside Mandy Tiffy, Kristen uh, Lablin, Selena Gomez, and Joy Gorman. Selena Gomez is in that. Yeah, she's one of the producers. Okay, but is she? Does she act in it? Not in the first season. No, not in the first okay. season. All right. Uh, let's, uh, well, you know what, what do we, uh, movie opening. How about, oh. how about we oh. do that first? We do that first and then we the We do clip, that right? first. You were correct. Yep. All right. So let's, uh, get to that and see what you, dear yeah. friend, have to see at the box office this weekend. So I only have one movie on my list this weekend, and it's Hobbs and Shaw. Also known as Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. (laughs) Action adventure film directed by David Light. It's like the Royal Shakespearean Company presents. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Dwayne Johnson, Jason Statham, Vanessa Kirby, Idris Elba, and Eliza Gonzalez star in the film. What it's about? Well, Hobbs and Shaw team up to fight a superhuman terrorist. He's a cyborg, Preston. Yeah, it's a PG-13, two hours and 15 minutes long. Uh, there is no score via Rotten Tomatoes as of yet. I did see one yesterday, actually. Um, check that. I think it's hovering like at 72%. Okay. Yeah. If you could uh, pull that up. They, a lot of times they wait to the last minute because they're not sure how the critics are going to break. 
Yeah. And um, yeah, it's at 71%. 71%. Okay. So that's what not was, bad. What was the review that you had told me about yesterday? <laughs> Basically saying that uh, they're, they're battling a cyborg in Europe. You need to understand that the, the first movie was a, an examination of street racing in Los Angeles. Exactly. So <laughs> it's evolved a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's it. That's the only one I have opening this weekend. So, uh, last night, uh, Nick Murphy retweeted this thing from The Onion where it was uh, the, the two. It was a fake you know, morning show, TV show, and the, these two new... Uh, news anchors are interviewing uh, the guy that wrote Fast Five, and it's a five-year-old little boy. <laughs> and he talks about oh. cars crashing into one another. It, and basically, it's so realistic that a five-year-old could write any of these. I'm not saying that they're not entertaining, because some of them are. But the the dialogue, and it really, it comes from a, the mind of a five- or six-year-old. It's so freaking funny. I love it. The positive on this, here, we're looking at the clip right now. The positive on the on the film is that uh, it's a complete check your brain at the door. That's yeah. what they're saying. And if yeah. you're into it, you're going to enjoy it. Yep. Right. I, I, I agree with you, Nick. I have enjoyed a couple of them, but they are insipid. All right. Let's do the clips then, folks. After its cancellation was announced, Swamp Thing... Took the opportunity to cleanly conclude the plot of the show. Here, Derek Mears shares his message of importance to all members of the production team. You're a cog in this giant machine. Your fingerprint is a part of this. We're all together. I'm lucky to be the the, the figurehead. And, and, and sometimes I know because people go, oh, you're that guy. I go, oh, thank you so much. for The, the compliment that you're giving me doesn't just go to me. It goes to everybody on here because it takes a team to make something like this happen. Shut up, dummy. Uh, so the season one finale of Swamp Thing. You'll always have Swamp Thing. When you look back, you'll remember the days in the bog when I was wearing my swamp suit. And you'll always think about that in the art we created. The show actually was good. Yeah. And um, they uh, put a lot of money behind it and canceled it quickly. Yeah. And no one really knows why they didn't at least stick it out. It will be available to, uh, to stream at 9 a.m. on DC Universe. Uh, next clip. Here we go. Well, let's go back to this. Taking place two years after the events of the Fate of the, of the Furious, Hobbs and Shaw are facing a new foe in the form of a bio threat from Brixton lore. And in this clip, Jaden Stateman. Uh, no, Chase Jaden Stateman. That's close. Jason Statham. I'd like to make a Jason Statement, please. <laughs> Talks about the fun dynamic that he shares with the other cast members. No, listen, I think you can only go into a movie like this if you get along. And uh, I think one of the great things about what me and Dwayne uh, found out over the last couple of films, the Fast, uh, Fast 7, Fast 8, is that, you know, we had this little bit of thing going on screen and we wanted to, you know, make a bit more of it. The studio certainly wanted it. And, you know, we here we are. You know, we, we, we're five, six months into this and we're done, and it's turned out pretty good. <laughs> uh, Hobbs and Shaw is in theaters nationwide today, as we said earlier. We had him on the show a f- few years ago. I f- forget what movie he was promoting, uh, but he was a good interview. Yeah. Very likable guy. Yeah, I like him. All right, uh, that's it for the Entertainment Report. I have some stuff to give away. I told you about the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair, and Marissa is taking a group of people. Uh, you will actually get bus transportation from WMMR, should you wish to have that. Uh, and I'll take callers 10 and 11 at 215-263-WMMR. It's Saturday, August 17th uh, when this trip is taking place. And you can celebrate Her Majesty's Coronation Day Saturdays and Sundays at the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair. Right off Turnpike, exit 266, discount tickets at parenfair.com. 215-263-WMMR. We'll take those two callers. We will give you the tickets. We'll take a break. Come back. In a little bit on the show this morning, Sean Wayans, Natasha Legero, and more. Stay with us. We'll be right back. 
best burger in all of Philadelphia? Taste for yourself at this year's Burger Brawl in a brand new spot. Round one. Join 93.3 WMMR at the Navy Yard Sunday, September 15th and enjoy unlimited bites of burgers from the city's top restaurants. Proceeds benefit the fund for the School District of Philadelphia, a nonprofit supporting school literacy programs through technology. Tickets on sale now. Get complete details and all the ingredients for a great day at WMMR.com. Burger Brawl 2019. Let's go a few rounds. 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. Hey, uh, Marissa has an appearance today, and it's a chance for you to win a summer escape to Atlantic City and winter escape to Jamaica. Oh, that's yeah. pretty nice. Marissa is uh, part of the Landshark Summer Friday Escape Party, and she will be at Stowe's Bar uh, today from 6 to 8 p.m., and that's uh, 3rd Market. Uh, so $3 Landshark Pounders. Uh, and uh, Marissa will be there. <laughs> it's a very so. aggressive name, Pounders. Pounders, man. Those are 16 ounces, right? Yeah. So join Marissa and uh, maybe you'll win that trip or both of those trips. Who knows? So stop by there today. I have some culinary stories. Oh. That I are think we going? Uh, yes. Put on my chef's hat and get set to tell you about some stuff you may want to know. It's time for the connoisseur. It's uh, the connoisseur. Um, With at, stories these sto- about food. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we do. And in fact, super duper. a load of food stories. Super duper fattening food. So, right, I like this list when this list comes out, right? Yeah, the annual extreme eating list of unhealthiest chain restaurant dishes is now out. The Center for Science in the Public <laughs> Interest. <laughs> the Center of Just Saying. Has uh, released the annual list of some of the chain restaurant dishes that are among the highest in calories, saturated fat, added sugar, and or sodium. Um, so I don't think these are any, to, to Bill's delight, I don't think these are in any particular order. That's good. He'll love that. Yeah. So, Probably drop and try uh, right now. Are we talking about like the Bloomin' Onion from... Yeah, stuff like okay. that. It's but not, the... it's not on the, that's not on the list, but there's some pretty crazy wow, stuff Wow, I'm shocked to hear that. Uh, so Sonic's Oreo Peanut Butter Master Shake. That sounds one. awesome. Is <laughs> on this list, 1,720 <gasps> calories. 48 grams of saturated fat oh and 62 grams of added sugar. Holy so what's hell. what's your daily caloric intake? So um, mine's about 16, 1700 a day. Yeah, I do a lot of exercising. Yeah, when I'm when I'm watching when it, when I went through the diet of, yeah. of losing the 40 pounds, I was I was only doing like 1300 calories right, a day yeah. and with exercise on top of that. Um, but yeah, I try to come in under 2000 right, for sure. For right. The day. <laughs> so you've ripped <laughs> off more than half your calories for the day with a yeah. shake. I'll it's... tell you what though. I like that they list the calories was... now because that would, would yep. have been something like if I was there, I'm like, I, I kind of want to try that. But you if I what? see a thousand something Give calories next to it, yeah, yeah. no, no way. I'm not trying yeah. it. I'm the same way, Kath. Some people would rather not look at it <laughs> and, you know, out of sight, and out just, of mind. Right. But it really does inform some of my... Yeah. And sometimes I'll say, screw it, I'm just hungry, I'm going to get that. Well, listen, if you but could, it does inform me what I should or shouldn't be eating. Yeah, you know? if, if you get it in your mind that you want one of these, you go and yeah. have one. That's yeah, what you're exactly. going to do. You just remember not to eat for three months. Also on this list, <laughs> Cracker Barrel's Country Boy Breakfast. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. All right, what's that? Three eggs, fried apples, hash browns, a sirloin steak. And country, a sonic shake. <laughs> country ham or pork chops and biscuits with jam and gravy. Hold on, there's there's two sets of meat on the steak? Yes, there there's are. There's a steak and or a ham. But what's funny is that it, it calorically, it comes in under the Oreo <laughs> peanut butter master really? shake. That whole thing that you could eat is less, less than, than that shake. Oh, my God. It's 1,530 calories, but here's here's what you want to watch out for is the 4,730 milligrams of sodium that oh, are in wow. there. That seems manageable. Yeah, right. right. So not You might exactly, as well just suck an, suck an ocean. Not exactly heart healthy. Sometimes wow. When I see these things, Preston, I, I, I wonder, and this is probably a stupid way to think about things, but like, all right, what if I took one of those things off? Would, th- would it then be relatively healthy or maybe Listen, slightly better could for you? Could you remove the grits I'm training? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you took the fried apples <laughs> off, yeah. am I all right? What is, the most, what is the most healthy element of this meal? Could you please remove it? Yeah. All right, now this I wouldn't have thought of of being even more, but the Jimmy John's 16-inch, that's a pretty big sandwich, five-meat giant gargantuan sandwich. Anything that has the word gargantuan in it has got to be calorically... uh, Formidable. Is it just like every meat on it? Uh, I, I guess there's five You can actually even eat your server. 2,190 calories, essentially <gasps> 2,200 calories. We're looking oh at God. it right now. This looks like a what they would refer oh, to wow. as a Dagwood. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That <laughs> looks like a deli stacked on a roll. 7,720 milligrams of sodium. They must laugh when they when they make these. So we, we dove in and had something while we were in Hawaii. We were on a, uh, we went on a, uh, an adventure trip, and, and our guide told us, you know, about some places to go. And have you guys ever heard of something called honey toast before? No, but I want it. Neither had we. So it was this um, uh, res- this uh, uh, dessert shop. I think it was called Uncle's Shaved Ice. Anyhow, so what they did is they take, do you know the uh, the King Hawaiian bread? The Queen- King oh, Hawaiian I bread? love it. I Sweet. love it. It's so good, right? Yes. So they take like a whole loaf of that. All right, they toast it. They they hollow it out first. They toast it. Wait a second, in case you have any hand lotion. <laughs> Look at this. Yeah, right. This is a picture of it. They toast it. Huh. They hollow they hollow that out. They take the 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 pieces out. They fill it up with ice cream. <laughs> they they toast those pieces that they took out. They put that toast back in there. <laughs> then they smother it in honey, and then they put more ice cream on top of it. Oh we got God. macadamia nut ice cream on that. And then they put five thousand dollars in your four hundred one k. Dear Lord, it was so good. It was just I'd never had it before. Delicious. So honey, honey toast. It looks fantastic, and yeah. it's it serves like it's it's supposed to serve. I think four. Did you each get one? We, we got two of them, and then we all just kind of dove in. We got one vanilla and one macadamia nut. So, <laughs> but I I I shudder to think what that clocked in at calorically. But it served several people. So of course it did. All right. So also on this list is uh, these are the extreme eating list of unhealthiest chain restaurant dishes. Um, Chili's Boss Burger. Chili's Boss Burger. I yep. think I've seen the Boss Burger. It's a burger stacked with smoked brisket, rib meat, sausage, and bacon. <laughs> oh, my God. At what? a certain point, don't you get the meat sweats from this well, stuff? Sometimes I think, how are they actually allowed to serve that? Yeah, 2000. Why do they just drive you out to a farm and put a roll on a cow? Seriously. 2,020 calories and 3,900 milligrams of sodium. Wow. These are all prestige things to have, though. They're, they're, because you're going to these places, and they're, they're, all these places are sort of designed to be, I'm, I'm going to well, pack on yeah. the feed bag. Some of these are. I mean, like the Country Boy Breakfast is just a, and the, the peanut butter Oreo pastor <laughs> shake is just a shake. But, but some of them, yeah. Just a shake. Steve, but, some of those are like, you know, yes, I ordered it and I ate it. Exactly. You know I mean? Yeah. 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 
yeah, like, we, how they, many, put, they put your name up on the wall. How many of these are they making, you know what I mean, in a week? I can't imagine it gets ordered all that often. Then you have uh, right, yeah. Maggiano's Today and Tomorrow Pasta. That's I, how long it takes to eat it. I don't know what all is involved I, in it. I think you're right. I think it, I think it's something that you, like because at Maggiano's it's often a buffet family fa- or family oh, style. Yeah. Nick, oh, yeah. one of the great. I told you guys this story. I, I went. I think it might have been Maggiano's the first time, not realizing that it was family style. No, no, you guys. That's not family style, is it? Yeah, it is. Maggiano's is. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's not like uh, I was thinking it, like Buca de Beppo. It's sort of like same Buba. thing. Yeah. There, yeah. All right. So so I <laughs> I thought it was spaghetti for dinner. Well, whatever it was, it was family style. I was eating spaghetti for like six yeah. weeks after yeah. that. I mean, they brought out a tub for, and, and it was just me and my wife. I think and she ordered something else. I think you're right, Casey. I think it was buki de pepo. Buki de pepo. I, I, I think you, uh, you can either do individual or family style. And okay. 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 Is that a word you think, Mr. Smart the Man? I don't know. Also on this list is, believe it or not, Top Golf. What's this? They're injectable donut holes. <laughs> what? Injectable, huh? So injectable. You, you even bypass your mouth? Donut um, holes. Marissa's been, I think she's the only one of us who's been to Top Golf. Uh-huh. Have you ever had your donut hole injected, Marissa? Um. <laughs> <laughs> you offering teeth? I was just asking, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, no, I don't think. Uh, wait, now I'm seeing a picture of them. They're like little donut holes. We may have. We may have been pretty drunk by the time we got to dessert and just ordered them so, all away. They're 2,040 calories, 51 grams of saturated fat, 137 grams of added sugar with the icing and butter-infused syrup, if you want that. We're looking at something here, Preston. Uh, to the best of your knowledge, is this what they're talking about? I guess so, yeah. Right. It looks something like that. By the way, speaking of Top Golf, so I told you guys that uh, I had a layover in Dallas. First time to the Dallas-Fort Worth airport. Yeah. Um, so Top Golf is interesting. I told you how... Unbelievable! This this airport is. I've I, never seen anything like it. I know. I've been to it many Top times. Golf wants to put one of their locations in oh. the airport. Really? Wow. And Buffalo Wild Wings was coming too. But yeah, it's. I, if, it's. I could have stayed there most of the day and found stuff to do. It I was think. That I think. Big square mile or just acreage or whatever. It's isn't it still the largest airport in the country? Not sure. I don't know. I thought uh, Atlanta was, but um, I didn't know Top Golf was a. Uh, Serve food like this. Yeah, I'm, I'm not familiar with this I restaurant. I don't even know what it is. Me neither. Yeah. No, it's not a restaurant. What is so, it? So Top Golf. There's one in in Cherry Hill. Is it Marissa or where is it in, in Jersey? Mount Laurel. Mount Laurel. So it is a it's a driving range. It's a golf oh. driving range, but it's tiered, so it, it goes up several levels. And they have uh, it's not like your standard driving range. You have your own little suite that you're in. You have service. They can bring you food and drinks. And oh, it's, so it's an experience kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. And and out on the where you hit the golf balls to, there's all these lit up uh, areas that you hit to, and they light up when the ball oh, lands there, okay. and you, you get points and so stuff it's like that. Not for like a really serious golfer. It's more like a. It like can a, be. It can be either or, but yeah. it's more fun. It's like a. Um, uh, like take the kids, like a whorehouse. Yeah. I think it's it's designed to it, to bring in the not more serious golfer. Yeah, exactly. Right. This is for having fun, and yep. but you can be a serious golfer and do it. Okay. What's that, Marissa? Yeah, it's a great mixture for both. It's almost like a bowling alley. Like you have your own personal strike. bowling alley. Yeah, exactly. Okay. There you go. And yeah. where's the closest? Uh, in Mount in Laurel. Really? But uh, I think I might want to try that. Dallas has, I think, three of them or something ridiculous like that. But uh, anyhow, they're thinking about putting one in the airport. I had a. So injected holes from yeah. Top Golf. Yeah, injected donut holes from Top Golf is one of the, yeah. Here it is, uh, uh, Dallas Fort Worth. They want to put it in Terminal D near Gate Thirty Three, D Thirty, which I think is where I flew out of. 
Uh, but there are several other restaurants in that terminal, but this <laughs> venue would be the first of its kind as it would be the first top golf in an airport. Let me ask you, for your That's next crazy. summer vacation, are you just going to take the family to Dallas? I'm just going to go to the airport. airport. <laughs> yeah, the airport. <laughs> it was that awesome. There's shopping, there's restaurants, There's it's big enough where you could jog in it if you oh, wanted yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. I, took a, I took a good long walk because I had time to kill before my flight. Did I, you... Did you end up buying Casey that Cowboys jersey? I know. I did not. Okay. And, and by the way, Casey, I passed like three, three Dallas Cowboy pro shops. Yeah, and you didn't wipe your ass with one jersey, <laughs> not one. But I did send you a picture of it. Yeah. All right. Anyhow, back to the. Where uh, might I get my donut hole injected? Unhealthiest chain restaurant dishes. The returns to unhealthiest chain restaurant dishes. All right. <laughs> Excuse me. I only have a couple more left on here. Uh, Cheesecake factories, cinnamon roll pancakes. Ooh, that, that sounds, sounds good. good. <laughs> All right, so well, so far, Preston, which one is in the lead calorically? Um, is it still the Sonic no. shake? No, it is the the giant gargantuan <laughs> sandwich? sandwich from Jimmy, from Jimmy John's. That's twenty one hundred and ninety <laughs> calories. <laughs> but there are others that have higher saturated fats, mm. more uh, sodium levels, and so, so you on. pick so your poison. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of all over the place. So, Cheesecake Factory cinnamon roll pancakes, two thousand and forty calories, fifty one oh grams of saturated fat. 137 grams of added sugar with the icing and butter-infused syrup. syrup. So, by the way, way... I added that into the last one. Anyway, yep. Just, that's just the pancakes. Yeah. So w- what if you add on bacon or what if you add on yeah. any, any, any other drinks? You're already at above 2,000 calories with just a pan- I love pancakes psychologically. I can't bring myself to ever order them out when I'm out at a restaurant because... Are you the same way, Kathy? Yeah. It I, just feels like you're eating cake for breakfast. Yeah, it does. And that, for some reason, I always figure, I can just make those at home. At home, yeah. yeah. All right, so the last thing on this list, and this does come in the highest calorically. Drum roll? Sure. Yeah. All right. Um, the connoisseur is getting a drum roll. So it's it's actually a dish that is available at Dave & Buster's. Oh, so boy. if you want to get it, you can go get it locally. Yeah. It's the chicken and waffle sliders oh. served with tater tots. I am a big fan of chicken and waffles. Yeah, it's good stuff. So, two thousand. Like, oh, sorry, guys. Two thousand three hundred and forty calories. It has chicken in it. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I was thinking sliders. Sliders. That's little sliders. Tiny little sliders. sliders. Little tiny little sliders. It's only a quarter of a million calories. <laughs> so we're looking at a picture of it. So the the waffles are the bun, and then you have fried chicken, and then it's going to have syrup on it. So there you go. That's bacon. what you it end up like with. Bacon on it, and pro- yeah, you're right, Kathy. It looks like bacon, and then the tater tots have, so- of, of course, some kind of cheese sauce that you yeah, can dip. Yeah, they can dip in. They have chives, so it's healthy. There, <laughs> there you go. There's, there's your greens. Eat your, your vegetables. There's your, your leafy greens. There's like four slices. Yeah, it's good for you. Has anybody had any of these that are on this list? No. So we no. don't even know if they're good. So 2,340 calories, 38... 38- a smart business would send some over to us. <laughs> no. 38 grams of saturated fat, 98 grams of added sugar, and 3,420 <gasps> milligrams of sodium. Oh, my... That'll kill you. Yeah, that's a heart attack. That's how Luke Perry died, remember? Wow. Yeah, he yeah. had a bag of salt. According yeah. to my mom. That's what your mom said, salt, salt. right? Salt. Mm-hmm. You know how you got, Those right? 90210 kids, they're eating far too much salt. Salt. Wow. So uh, there was a, there was what, a, what your, uh, just quickly yeah what is the what is the most gluttonous thing you ever ate okay so I was going to bring that up I think probably there's a dish out of St Louis that was a regular late night thing that we would go for right like if we played if the band played a gig and it was two three o'clock in the morning there was this place called OT Hodges Chili Parlor that was open twenty four hours Ooh. right and so they had this dish called a slinger um, and the slinger 
is it's two hamburger patties with cheese on the uh, on the burgers uh, side of hash browns was on one side. What was on the other side? Something else. Two fried eggs, and it was all smothered in chili. It's covered in chili. I, so that, so, but I that's love formidable. The, yeah, huh? I love the slinger. The thing that I did the one time was one of those crazy shakes that go up levels with, like, the brownie on top <laughs> right, and the right, umbrella right. and a, a small Vietnamese child and <laughs> things above that. It's just, I mean... That thing had to be 1,500 calories. There yeah. was a dish that we saw in Hawaii, which I dubbed the uh, the Hawaiian slinger. It's called Loco Moco. And I took a picture of the the, rest of the uh, menu that it was on. And it here, it's uh, so it's uh, two scoops of rice, local, uh, uh, two local beef patties, two eggs over easy, and homemade gravy poured on it. So it was a big just mess of stuff. What was the name of the dessert you'd mentioned before? The uh, the honey, honey toast. Honey toast. Oh man, it's it's crazy. There's a place outside of Universal, uh, like in that little walk area that serves desserts. I think it might even be called the Chocolate Factory, and they have those shakes, Steve, like with yeah. an entire cupcake or like a whole brownie sundae on top of the shake. Really? What's the place yeah. in the city that that uh, I think it's in the? Is it in the uh, the, the Four Seasons that serves it? Or, the or- Vernick. It the, might be the maybe. new cafe, yeah. Yeah, that the, these crazy milkshakes, but like pressed oh. full brownies. May, and stuff. Well, maybe the Ritz Carlton too. Like, that yeah, could be it. Yeah. yeah, dude, I love it. That's a great idea. <gasps> I had a friend. Uh, only if you're training, though. What's the uh, Marissa? What's the name of the uh, ice cream shop on Market? Uh, I don't necessarily want to give them free plugs, but. They, they, the line's always out the door. Franklin Fountain? Franklin Fountain. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I had a friend that went there the other day. Sorry. And, and uh, he went there the other day, and it was him and his girlfriend and their two kids. Uh, and they got uh, four ice creams and four bottles of water, and it was $60. <gasps> and I was just like, you know, like, it's really great ice four cream. Four ice creams? <laughs> four ice creams. $60? four waters, 60 so bucks. I, Bill Weston just texted me, Nick. He says it's okay to get give free plugs as long as they give you personally. <laughs> oh, does they give you money. <laughs> okay, right, yeah. If, if they give you money <laughs> off the books. Okay, good. But that's just, that's yeah, just that, dumb. It's like, a new FCC rule that you can just take money from oh, any advertiser. Okay. There was, yeah. a, there was a place in Warminster that was just rated like the Pennsylvania's number one. And, uh, I think it was warmest, I, and I'm not going to say the name of it because I don't know the name of it. But Bill Weston said it's okay. <laughs> but I don't know the name of it. But find it was out na- the name and then get money. <laughs> but it was just a little. It was a spot in a um, strip mall. It was named Pennsylvania's number one ice cream shop. Yeah. What and, about uh, it? But you can go there to the number one ice cream shop and I get know. four ice creams and four water for like. 20 bucks. Yeah. I would I know, say, though, but... Nick, this place that you were talking about, so a friend of mine uh, did her wedding pictures inside there, and I was part of the wedding party, and they ordered, like, those big, huge Sundays. Like, we we had, like, there's a picture of me and my friend that they have a scale there. We're standing on the scale holding the banana split, and yeah. it's like we have to both be holding it. It's giant. By the way, if you just throw the word artisan in front of whatever uh, it is, right. you can charge $60 it's for an much ice better. Yeah. Yeah. After Marissa, you eat, go ahead. I yeah. walked up to somebody in line once, uh, and I just was curious, like, where are they were from and how long they had been waiting in line and they told me an hour and as wow. I was talking to him, the dad walked out of the bar next door. I was like, you guys still in line? Yeah. All right. And uh-huh. he walked back into the bar. He's like, I'm having another yeah. beer. Marissa, yeah. I was uh, having a drink with some friends on, on Market Street at a bar like literally less than half a block away and people were waiting there for at least an hour and the line stretches down the block. I've heard that the ice cream is fantastic, which is nice, but I mean there are other good ice cream shops. Yeah. Exactly. After you eat one of those though, wouldn't you, like, you know, you, and you just get this total gluttonous thing. It would be like waking up next to Harvey Weinstein. You know, <laughs> like, oh, what did I do? I can't believe I just did that. 
It yeah. is good, but it's just like that mindset where it's like down the shore. Like, let's go get ice cream. And it, it's an hour and a half experience. It's not like five minutes, eat the ice cream, it melts, and then you need something else to do. Like, waiting in line becomes killing an hour with the kids. <laughs> I'm not going to wait in line kill an and, and spend all that money. Yeah, I, Listen, I go, I go to a place in the villas for my ice cream. So I got to drive there. And- Casey, yeah. right up the road from me, and then the Zaz ice cream. Yeah. Sensational. They do have a storefront? Yes, they do. Oh, okay. Brick and mortar. Like, yeah, where yeah. they, like, scoop uh, it on that? Yes, they do. And so they're, they they're delicious. Okay. Are they sending over some money to you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. In fact, they bought my pool. <laughs> no, no. The, the, um... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, we it is it is one of those. Casey actually turned us on to it. So. Yeah. yeah. Casey, it's, it's called Uncle Mike's. Uh-huh. Uh, people are texting in. And it is in Warminster. So. Um, Congratulations, Warminster. Yeah. You got, money. You you're knocking it out of the park. Send money. Send money. I have a couple of uh, coffee and chocolate stories. Oh, I'm in. Uh, coffee yeah, and chocolate stories from the connoisseur. Why is my voice so scratchy? Uh, coffee Mate is... Uh, I love Coffee Mate. They're skipping fall and going to Christmas because, uh, you know, it's pumpkin. I actually saw my first pumpkin you spice already? story yesterday. No. Because it was the first day of August, I guess you can go ahead and do that now. But anyhow, uh, in a few weeks, the brand is going to drop the new Natural Bliss Dark Chocolate Peppermint Creamer. Along with a, a bunch. with a new natural bliss. This is it, the, the pumpkin spice flavor, and a red velvet creamer as well. I, I'm, a, I'm a creamer guy. I love those sweet creamers. Yummy. Which which one do you go to? What's your default? I, uh, French vanilla. French vanilla. Yep. I think French vanilla is all I need. Uh, <laughs> Preston, one time out in the kitchen here, I just thought it was regular creamer, and I put my sugar in the coffee, oh, and, no. and I put that in, <laughs> and it instantly developed diabetes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> do you do um, fat-free or sugar-free or just regular? I do when, yeah, I, I will always use the fat-free, but um, not sugar-free. I, yeah. I do need, you know, you I'm, have, I'm, sugar's my vice. If you're going to go sweet, yeah. those, and, I, and artificial stuff, I can, it just doesn't taste, it tastes too mm-hmm. chemically. I actually like the sugar-free. I prefer to not drink Enjoy my sugar. It. No, like, if I'm, I like eating my sugar. No, I, okay. Casey, I agree with you. I, he said, uh, Preston said chocolate and coffee. I like coffee, no flavor whatsoever to it. And, you but, like black coffee? Uh, not, I mean, I'll put creamer in it, but just, just like regular. I, okay. I don't like any of the vanillas or hazelnut or anything like that. I like um, hazelnut, too. But or even like a mocha flavored nothing. I don't. Honestly, I don't get any I of like those. Mocha but <laughs> put chocolate in front of me and I'll eat it. Lately, because of the trip to Hawaii, Rochelle bought while we were there. She brought um, coconut creamer, and mm. I'm really becoming a fan of that now. Now yeah. I love coconuts as coconuts in like my Mounds Bar, my right. almonds Bar, as you know. Yeah. Uh, very sometimes though, when they try to mimic a coconut flavor, it's not. You don't like it, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So they're they're releasing that. Ooh, I hate coconut. Coconut. <laughs> coconut soup. <laughs> Coconut steak? No, oh, I hate coconuts. I was wondering what that noise yeah. was. Oh, Yo, I hate coconuts. Toss coconut salad. Fresh coconut milk. New England boiled coconut. Oh, I hate coconuts. Oh. Mel Blanc, what a genius. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. Here, here's uh, here's our text of the day. Drink black coffee, pussies. I do, I do drink black coffee. I'm drinking black oh, coffee. I don't. Then. I'm drinking yeah. it right I'm now. I'm not a black coffee drinker. I um I've always like it sweetened. Why is that? Why is that a a gauge of your manliness? Well, you have to ask. You are a pussy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will let you know this. Richard Simmons drinks nothing but black coffee. Right. So you make the call. Well, it, what's funny about that is I was joking with Brent Porsche today because he doesn't drink coffee at all, and I might have called him a pussy. Or I, I, 
What did I? What did I, I did basically call him that, but yeah. I was I was messing around. Uh, but I feel bad for people who don't drink coffee, man. I love I it so much. Yep. I um, enjoy it. Uh, Casey and Steve, you can recuse yourself from this question, but uh, Kathy and Preston, do you like uh, any alcohol in your your coffee ever? No, no, I'm not a I'm not a I'm Irish cream guy Mm-mm. because I, I'll I'll take one of those at the end of the night sometimes and and uh, uh, that's the flavor of coffee that I like when it's got booze in it. Well, you know what? I don't normally do that. However, I did have uh, something called an affogato, I think, uh, and it, it's espresso. <laughs> you uh, forgot. I'm going to give you an affogato. <laughs> espresso, ice cream, and uh, some sort of liqueur, and it was pretty okay. damn good. All right. pretty good. Are you? N- traditionally a fan of flavored coffees no no not at all no all right so research is uh uncovering evidence that shows caffeine helps make our brains healthier and more resilient uh one study from early this year found uh methyl xanthines a class a uh, a class of chemicals found in coffee tea and dark chocolate yes helps them sustain cognitive performance and helped protect neurons from dysfunction and death this has long been a belief that the dark chocolate and um coffee caffeine. share a common caffeine share a common um attribute yeah another analysis of several studies showed that uh, both coffee and tea uh reduce the risk of alzheimer's disease and also the risk of brain cancer didn't know that uh, so how much caffeine do you need to consume to see the brain benefits? Can I guess? About, yeah, sure. Gallon? No. no. <laughs> uh, about six to eight, eight-ounce cups of coffee per day. Six what? to eight-ounce cups of coffee? That's Stop how much it. water you're supposed to drink You'll in be the bouncing day. off That's, the wall like a capuchin monkey. I think it's maybe a cup of six to eight ounces. About six to eight. Sixty-eight eight, no, ounces. No, listen, this is how it says. About six to eight eight-ounce cups of coffee per no, day. No, come on. That's way too much. Forty-eight ounces of coffee. That's insane. I have a heart attack. Yes. Now, listen, Pierre probably drinks that much. Yeah. Mm. Kid you not. I he, think he, he does. gets those big 24-ounces. Six yeah. quarts of coffee to go, please. And he, t- he told me he'll have two of them. Yeah, that's 48 Why ounces. Why not just eat the coffee beans with a spoon? He'll have yeah. two of them during the show, Kat. That's not the end of the day, though. He'll, he'll, he'll get go, another one? Yeah, he'll go after oh, the show. and yeah. Do you, you know what I do? I, I, I do a third of a cup, a third of a cup, a third of a cup, you know, until I reach my 48 cups of coffee. <laughs> so I know I keep bringing up my vacation, uh, but we while we were on Kauai, Privileged. we went to uh, the Kauai Coffee Company. Uh, their plantation, yeah, for yeah. lack of a better word, Le- and toured it. It, it was very Hawaiian coffee. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and what I didn't know, they, they were very adamant about it. it had a big sign that said there, it says, do not, and I don't do this, but uh, don't store your coffee in the freezer. Oh, yeah. It actually, it actually ruins it. I saw that post. Yeah. Now, don't they buy all their coffee from Delaware? Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a second, Press. I'm going to call my wife. I'm going to tell her to turn on the radio station. Will you say that over again? I will send her the picture. Please. This is straight from where they grow it. And, do not and store your don't. coffee in the freezer. What about the refrigerator? Did he say anything about that? I think same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the sign that you posted on your on, said, don't refrigerate, don't Put it in the freezer. It's a myth, and it yeah. doesn't do anything to preserve the coffee. And yeah. just below that, it says, don't anger the mountain gods. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sure. That too. Priorities. Um, so, anyhow, that's uh, so coffee and chocolate has some good attributes that are healthy for your brain. I apparently. love and hate the connoisseur segment because I love all the <laughs> stuff we hear, but now I am famished for about nine different things, and yeah. I want a really good cup of coffee. And it's funny because I never really bring up anything. It's called the connoisseur, but I never bring up any <laughs> fine eating. No, it's all, it's all garbage. It's all stuff that will seize your heart up. I did have a story that we don't have time to get to, but the next time we do the connoisseur, I will. It's called 15 Foods That Make You Fart incessantly and why. So we'll do that next time.
Uh, Next time on the Todd and Connoisseur. What makes you blow out your O-ring? Yeah, I'm uh, now able to tease the next episodes. <laughs> My list would be every food makes me fart. What's you... the word? Incessantly. Incessantly. <laughs> yeah, you may have an issue. I'd like incessantly for 10, Alex. All right, uh, with that, let's take a break. Come back in a second. I have some bizarre file stories that I think you will be into. We also have on the program this morning Natasha Legero in our studio, Sean Wayans in our studio. Nice conga line They're there. both in town for uh, separate comedy shows, so we'll, uh, we'll get them in. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. With so many rock shows coming to BB&T Pavilion in August, MMR figures we'll just pitch our tent and stay the whole month. Nine killer rock concerts creates the opportunity for MMR's first rock residency. Hart and Joan Jett. Corn and Allison Chains. The Smashing Pumpkins. MMR's got complete concert coverage and lots of chances to win your way in. For a complete rundown on MMR's rock residency in August and a chance at exclusive prizes and backstage experiences, check WMMR.com. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. All right, let's get into it. I got a bunch of stories for you. We'll begin with this one in Ohio. Businesses, owners, rapid downward spiral to near death uh, began innocently enough with an affectionate lick on her arm from one of her two pet dogs. Marie Trainer's symptoms emerged shortly after. She felt nausea. Her temperature acted erratically, and she began ta- she, after being taken to the hospital. Her condition kept worsening. From a simple uh, lick from a dog. Yes, yeah, sepsis set in, and she developed gangrene. The hospital staff put Trainer in an induced coma. She woke up ten days later and found that her arms and legs had been partially amputated. Oh, my God. She said, when I opened my eyes, I didn't know where I was, and it was very hard to find out that they had removed my legs and my arms. Very hard to cope with. I'm seriously reconsidering French kissing my dog. I know. I, yeah. My dogs lick me in All the, the face. All the time. Yeah. On yeah. the lips. Yeah. Open wounds, the whole thing. But the amputations likely saved her life. Tests concluded that the cause of the infection was capnocytophagia, uh, a germ commonly found in dogs and cats that can be contagious after close contact. Most of the time, exposure to it does not result in the serious consequences that Trainer faced. Doctors believe that the germ may have entered her body through a small scrape on her arm. Uh, the uh, doctor said it's uh, fairly common in the oral flora or mouth of the dog, and it can be tr- transmitted through a bite or sometimes just contact with saliva. Is it only like from slutty dogs, or is it just... <laughs> Any dog. Any dog. That organism is very uh, virulent, and it has the ability to induce your immune system to do some pretty horrible things. This, trainer's, is, this is frightening. Yeah, trainer's serious reaction to the dog's licking is highly rare, though, occurring in one in about one in a million people. And she was the lucky one. Yeah, last year, a Wisconsin man lost his hands, feet, and parts of his arms and legs to a rare blood infection transmitted by dog saliva. Greg Manchifel had undergone has undergone at least 10 surgeries during which surgeons amputated parts of each of his limbs because circulation to his extremities was shut down due to the infection. He's now learning to walk again on prosthetics. <laughs> Man, yeah. the most benign thing is rendering these people invalids. Yeah. Uh, a gun-wielding camper has opened fire in a national park because he said he saw Bigfoot. <laughs> 
Why is he killing Bigfoot? Uh, the man offloaded several rounds at Mammoth Cave in Kentucky after telling other overnight visitors that the half-man, half-ape had lunged at him. I That's... see you, Bigfoot! Oh, so Bigfoot he was lunged. the aggressor. Oh. I understand. Well, then so... you have to defend yourself against the huge primate. Uh, park rangers have since said that they had found no evidence that Bigfoot was actually there, but they are investigating the Oh, fact you think there would be absolutely irrefutable evidence that Bigfoot was there? Uh, they investigated the fact that a firearm was fired. Madeline Duran and Brad Ginn, who were reported who reported the incident, said the shooter had woken them up around 11 o'clock in the evening on Guys, Sunday. wake up. Bigfoot is attacking them. By shining a flashlight in their tent. He said we got out and saw the man and his son who told us their campsite had been destroyed by someone or something. We heard them coming back about 10 minutes later, and we heard them yelling, I see it. And we saw the flash from his gun, and he shot maybe 20 yards from the side of our tent into the pitch black darkness. So were they yelling, I see it, or I seen it? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. I think yeah, that's a good it. point of delineation yeah. here as to what kind of people we're dealing with. Asked if she was scared, the Western Kentucky student said, uh, I was mostly just concerned about him shooting the gun in the middle of the night without him really seeing anything. Uh, the couple called 911, and then they decided to hike the five miles back to their car without staying the night. And it's unclear what happened to the shooter, but park a park spokeswoman said the Rangers knew who he was and that no threat remained in the area. Mm. Uh, although U.S. law prohibits the discharge of firearms in national parks, no charges have been brought as of yet. Is it yet. possible it was a chupacabra? Oh, nah, I think they're too far deep into the, the United States for that. Do we know that for a fact? Not for a fact, no. Uh, this is terrifying. Police say a 19-year-old British student fell at least 3,500 feet Whoa. to her death from a small airplane in Madagascar after opening a door in midair and climbing out. Oh. Alana Cutland fell from a Cessna C-168 on the island nation off Africa's east coast. Her body has not been found. There are fears that it may never be found because large carnivorous felines live there. What prompted this? Police said that Cutland unbuckled her seatbelt, opened the plane door, and tried to get out. Another passenger struggled to hold on to her for several minutes before she broke free and dropped. So she was committed to suicide. time. Yeah. Or not uh, attempted, successful. Yeah. Cutland's family released a statement saying her daughter, Alana, was a bright, independent young woman who was loved and admired by all those who knew her. So they don't... I haven't seen anything yet that there were any indicators. So that's just terrible news. Police say an Ohio man accused of stealing a bulldozer and driving it onto the porch of a house after an argument with the home's residence has been arrested on charges, including theft and criminal damage. Uh, he tried to destroy the porch. Randy Schiffbauer of Akron is accused of taking a bulldozer from a nearby construction site and driving to the house and onto the enclosed or into the enclosed porch. Why take it out on the porch? Authorities say a parked vehicle and chain link fence were also hit by the bulldozer. Uh, police said the bulldozer was gone when they arrived on the scene, but it was later found abandoned and Schiffbauer was charged last week. How fast does a bulldozer go? I don't know. So that, what was not... it like screaming in the distance? I'm gonna, in about a half hour. Yeah. Uh, And then we'll do this story, wrap it up. Uh, Dental surgeons in India say a boy suffering from a swollen jaw turned out to have 526 teeth that needed to be removed. 526 teeth? Like up in his gums? Um, All up in that? Well, I'll explain. So the boy's parents first noticed a jaw swelling when the boy was three years old, but they didn't want him to undergo any procedures at such a young age. Now go brush your 500 teeth. uh, The parents decided to have the boy, now seven, examined when the condition continued to advance. A surgeon discovered what they called a compound odontome, a bag-like mass in the boy's mouth, and it was removed. The mass turned out to contain 
526 tooth-like structures. Jesus. The objects varied in size, but each had a crown and root-like structure, giving oh. them the shape of teeth. Yeah, brushing it wouldn't be an issue. Flossing it on the other hand. Yeah, that would Flossing take 500 yeah. teeth? Yeah. By the way, he's the number one quip consumer, Preston. <laughs> uh, it was reminiscent of pearls in an oyster, the dental surgeon said. Were there, in fact, pearls in there? No, they were teeth. Oh. Uh, the hospital said that it was the first ever case to be documented worldwide where so many minute teeth were found in a single individual. You hear stories like this and you really realize just how disgusting the human body is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the Bizarre File for you this morning. Hey, let's give away a pair of tickets to Corn and Allison Chains this Saturday. BB&T Pavilion is part of the Rock Residency with MMR. We'll take caller number 18, and you'll also be qualified for this week's grand prize, a VIP lounge back, uh, package that includes... Pre-show party with interactive games, memorabilia display, food and beverages, and limited edition silk screen poster. So caller number 18, that is yours, to 15263-WMMR. The show is part of MMR's Rock Residency, which is uh, uh, taking place this August at BB&T Pavilion. Check WMMR.com for a complete list of concerts and grand prizes. Some tickets remain at each show at Ticketmaster.com. So let's get you on board for that. We're going to take a break. Natasha Legero is here. Love her. In our green room. She will be at Helium Comedy Club, and we'll get her in here next. Make sure you stay with us. Like what you hear? You can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Rings are ready to go. <laughs> Whether your budget's $500 or $5,000, Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I would just like to point out that where our next guest lives, it is 4.20 in the morning. <laughs> uh, so let's just keep that in mind. She's going to be at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow, two shows both nights. This is Natasha Legere. Yay! Yay! Thank you for applauding. Hi. <laughs> they nice. just made me take a picture for social media. <laughs> I feel very out of it, but I'm trying to get amped. You're your, doing great. Listen, it's, looks, it's, a, it's a tough deal. Your okay. hair looks carefree and fancy free. And... Oh, I didn't brush it. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I didn't think there was going to be, like, video cameras. <laughs> it's all good. No, it's all good. I yeah, couldn't it's sleep last night. You know what happened to me is I walked into my hotel last night and... Can't hor- say oh, I'm yeah. sorry. On the radio. <laughs> Pete and, and pooped. Yeah. And right by the elevators. Oh, that's what? not good. What? And so... We're talking the internal elevators? On the white, shiny marble floor... And so I had to wait for them to clean up. I couldn't stop thinking about it all night. And (laughs) it kept me up. And then at first I was like obviously grossed out. But then I was like, well, where do they go to the bathroom? And then it was like very upsetting. And because you feel bad for them. And then this whole thing starts to play on your head. And and you play because you're in this hotel room. And And I saw the woman. I saw the woman leave. What was she doing in the the lobby of your hotel? She had to go to the bathroom. Yeah, but usually lobbies of hotels have bathrooms. No, they don't. Well, they did not want her in there. So she decided to go on the floor. Oh, man. Well, Natasha, this is actually a thing that I, I've I had this discussion, and a lot of hotels do not have bathrooms in their lobbies oh. for a reason like that. You have to be a resident at the hotel to have mm-hmm. access. Like, you don't see, you don't just see a restroom on floors of hotels. They assume the bathroom in your room is your bathroom. <laughs> is it weird that the first thing I thought was, well, it's, at least it's going to be easy to clean up because it's on a marble floor. Is that weird? 
Would you sl- would you have slept better than Natasha because you figured it would have been an easier clean? Yeah. Well, here's okay. what I did, which was really bad, is my opener was like, get a picture next to it. <laughs> <laughs> so then I got too close, Aww. and then I started gagging. Yes. And so that was my mistake. What'd you do for comedy? Yeah. I, I couldn't even do it. I wanted the picture, but yeah, I just it was it's, it was bad. So we, you're you're in L.A. Uh, yeah, that's okay. where I live. All right. So I just saw the feature last night about. I mean, you you there's there are large tent. We see it on the news. Large tent areas, tented areas with a lot of this public defecation going on. Do you ever encounter that in your travails, or is it more? Well, in L.A., you're often in your car. Okay. So I would say that I don't. Okay. But I know that it's it's a, an epidemic. Well, yeah. you have a you have a fairly young child in your life right now. You had a baby about a year and a half ago. You should still, you know, poop and pee should not be that big of a deal for you. <laughs> yeah. You know, a... I have Maybe a nanny, not... and the nanny does that. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll clean a diaper. Uh, hey, of course you will. It's your kids, not some homeless person that you Yeah, not a full-grown... Is there is there that much of a difference? I understand that when it's yours, like I I see parents just have no problem. I don't have kids, but they'll wipe snot, they'll do this, they'll reach down, and all that stuff. Yeah, does that that kick in? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I have three dogs. There's just like always. (laughs) What what am I allowed to say? Poop. Yes, I know. I don't like saying that. Crap. Crap. Feces, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just anything but the S word. Yeah. Okay. We just can't say it. <laughs> can All you bring right. it? Can you get a deal? <laughs> Barely. Okay. Uh, I saw, read that, that you and your husband, not that long ago, did you take your one-year-old camping? Yeah, my husband, for some reason, is very obsessed with camping. That's kind of, I would never take a one-year-old camping. I, mean, I didn't that know be that he was that into it when I got married to him. Yeah. But he goes to Burning Man. He's gone every, like, 17 years straight. Wow. We have an RV, and it's, like, really important to him. I think he just likes, like, free vacations or something. Because now he's got the RV. He's like, now we can go anywhere. But he's obsessed with going on this, like... It's called BLM land. Do you mm-hmm. know what this is? It's like the Bureau of Land Management. I do. Yeah. I was just out in California. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is not cool because what this means <laughs> is it's like land that has not been, um, I don't know, no one owns it. You can camp anywhere. Yeah, but that and means it... anyone can camp anywhere. <laughs> I know. And that also means people use it as like a shooting range practice. Sure do. And so we were going to go to this place and I'm like, I, my friend told me that people are like shooting guns out in these places. Where were you? I don't know. Somewhere in Nevada. <laughs> okay. But he just, he only feels like a man. Like, he doesn't, if, I wish he wanted to go to, like, a cool campground that costs, he's like, those are, like, $40. Oh, I'm like, good. There's <laughs> bathrooms. I'm familiar with your husband and his stand-up. He's very funny. <laughs> this does not impress me as an Eddie Bauer kind of guy. I know. It's his, it's a blonde, it's a, yeah, I, I don't know what happened. Uh, that, B- BLM that, that is a Bureau of Land Management, right, is what it stands for, and there, there's this place called the Alabama Hills, and you can go camping for free in these places, and it does attract outdoorsy types, but it also attracts people who have nowhere else to go. Moonshiners. That's terrible. I know. Why would he do that? Because it makes him feel like he's like, I don't know, in the the Wild West or something. I think your girl, my my girlfriend and your husband need to hang out because this was appealing to her and I was like, you know what? This was appealing to a girl? Yeah, she's she's totally into it and and, uh, I was like, you know what? There's There's a hotel right down the road with air conditioning. Let's do that tonight. And it's just, but I, I get where your husband's coming from on this. There, there's this outdoor free aspect of kind of you like you're living off the land a little. Bit. Has he ever seen Deliverance? Has he ever? <laughs> I know my friend's like, you need to buy a gun. <laughs> like I am so yeah. So anyway, that is. But you know, we we do that. It's not like we're doing that all the time. But yes, 
He's very into camping. And we took our child camping. Oh, yeah, there we are. So Moshe's your, is your husband? Mo- Moshe? Mo- yeah. Yeah, we had him in studio. He's very funny. Not that long ago. Yeah. I love that guy. I didn't realize. Well, maybe, now should... you, maybe you can go camping with him. <laughs> but he grew up in, like, the mean streets of Oakland, right? That's like, true. All right. But, um, I mean, still, uh, you, uh, like, uh, if people were to tell me that you, knowing you and been a fan of yours for many years, that you're out <laughs> with moonshiners and... <laughs> And criminals out in the uh, the, the I vast. I know, I know. It's it just wouldn't seem a perfect fit. How did the baby do? She was good. I mean, I feel like I'm ready for the apocalypse now. Like I know how to wash baby bottles over a fire. So it's like <laughs> I feel like I could do anything. Like after I did that, well, because also then we just took her to Santa Barbara. There's like um, camping up there, and my husband. He was like, because my idea of camping with the baby is to put her playpen right next, we carry, we travel with it, put it right next to the campfire, right. then she's safe. He's like, let's get her out of the out of the playpen. And I'm like, she doesn't have shoes on. He's like, she doesn't need shoes. <laughs> so he like puts her on the floor and then she runs right to the fire. And I'm like, I grab her, put her back in the playpen. He's like, well, you know, I just want her to be free. <laughs> I'm like, she doesn't speak English. She doesn't know how to do anything like Where's her gun? (laughs) I know. Like, he just has this obsession with her being, like, not timid. And, like, he really wants her to be, like, this wild, you know. Like an Amazonian? I don't know. But, I mean, he also is, like, you know, dads come. They, like, I mean, how you guys are all fathers. How many hours a day do you spend with your kid? Like, an hour and a half total? I'm the only one without (laughs) without kids. So these guys would be a bit more extra. How many many hours do you spend? An hour and a half, right? Yeah, my kids are older now, but, yeah. When they were babies. You do, like, 30 minutes in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) 25 minutes a night. I know yeah. what you guys do. That's yeah, what my husband true. does. He comes in. He sees the baby. He's like, Rah! throws her around. Then he's like, okay, I'm going to go work out. And then I'm like, well, by the time you get back, she's going to already be in bed. He's like, okay, all right, bye. I mean, you guys don't have the patience for it. And then they're really tired after the 30 minutes, too. Who? The, the, yeah. They're like, well, yeah, to- he always needs a nap. Is, is that the big secret? Is that the, the, the dads are just minimally invested while the... Uh... It's a full-time gig for you? I mean, I think that the women have a little bit more attachment. Okay. To, do you agree? Um, and I think as they get older, it, the attachment starts to build a little okay. more with the dads. Yeah, no, no that, yeah. that must be true because I think, you know, it's not that interesting, like... I mean, my kid is just like, towel, towel. I'm like, yes, you like towels. Yeah. And she's like, towel. It's, you know, it's like yeah. there's not a lot of repartee going on. <laughs> that human being well, was, that, that was like- grew inside of you. And so there is that instant connection. And so it takes a little longer for that connection to, I think, happen yeah. between the, the father and the child. I've always heard and I've heard guys uh, and, you know, uh, who've gone through the experience or guys who are reticent to become fathers they say in that in that initial period, there's not a lot going on. There's just... you think there's a lot for the woman. <laughs> well, right, if there's right. breastfeeding. Yeah, I mean you're you're kind of like still attached. I'm not doing that. <laughs> the nanny does. <laughs> I have a wet nurse. No, I breastfed for a few months, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think that the woman just does more naturally. Yeah. Were you, were you better like, at yeah. it? Were you seduced by any of the the, the trendy, uh, you know, in, in, a, in, a, in a water birth or any of that like stuff? Eating your placenta. Or, or eating your placenta or all that. I did eat my placenta. Some woman invited me over for plasagna. Plasagna. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's how you know like, you're yes. in Los Angeles. Like, Lasagna. Everyone there eats their placenta. I had them made into pills, and then my husband sent me an article that they were saying it's actually bad for you, and like it's like causing disease or whatever. So I didn't eat it, but it's like at in L.A. they just do it for you automatically. <laughs> they just make you pills? Plasagna's a special request? No, the plasagna was disgusting. And then I looked on Amazon, and that's like a whole thing. Like, there's like all these like recipe books, and people are cooking it. And Has there been any deep research on the efficacy of the... Of Probably the... not. <laughs> I'm just wondering. I just go back to like, did this happen in caveman days? Like, is that... Absolutely not. Okay. Because they also they had, were too like, busy <laughs> fending off saber toothed tigers to worry about plasagna. Yeah, well, not plasagna, yeah. but like what? I would maybe vape my placenta. <laughs> That's very trendy. That's modern day. I like that. That feels yeah. like something I could get behind. Yeah, it might give you a little high because all these people were like, "Oh yeah, I ate it. It gave me like they, people were talking about it like it was a drug or something." <laughs> right, right, right. Not, not, not quite. Wow. But no, I did not have a water birth. I had my baby at forty-two, so I really wanted to have it at a hospital with all the blood on tap. Yeah. <laughs> One and done. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't understand why everyone wants two kids. Like, if I had a farm or something, maybe I would want another kid. But like, <laughs> a I free range. Yeah, I just am like, why not just have one? Like, one feels as clo- like closer to me to none yeah. than like having two. Right. Like, I don't want to have like a house full of kids and toys, but one kid. You know. You can still back out. <laughs> <laughs> You're too invested with the farm with That's five kids. That's a good point. I yeah. never thought of that. <laughs> Did you guys do anything like a gender reveal while you were pregnant <laughs> or anything along those lines? I mean, I just, I hated being pregnant. I wanted it to come out. I just wanted to get it over with. Yeah. And I'm like, I love being a mom, but I definitely did not like being pregnant. Mm. You see all these things, you know, and the, 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 the bliss and the glow and so on and so forth. And then you see... Like, uh, who was, which one of the royals was, was it? Uh, um, it was Kate. Kate, Kate had, had all, had all of this unrelenting, no, the morning sickness never stopped. It was, it was, seemed like a completely arduous thing. You know, it's you, awful. And then I started like imagining like going into labor and that's what like really started, you know, cause think yeah. about it, you're just walking down the street and then all of a sudden, like, you know, you just start. You know, water comes out of your body. You start yeah. screaming. You need to like load the lift app for someone to come get you. Like everything about it just seems so horrible. It seemed like a nightmare to me. Yeah, there was yeah. a, there so a woman scared. gave birth the other day in a, in a uh, like a, an Uber an or Uber? a Lyft or oh something. Oh my god! Yeah, the other yeah. one in her closet. Her closet. That's yeah. What I was thinking, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was one of the bachelorette gals that did, yeah. gave birth in the, in the closet the other day. So classy. Speaking yeah. of you, we were t- we've been talking about that, and you were on Burning a Love. That was a, that the this the web series that was great. I love that show. That was great. So, and it was so. Now that I look back upon it, because we just recently we, we don't dive deep into the Bachelor and Bachelorette world, but. That you guys just nailed it with the whole thing. Was was it a lot of fun doing that show? It was. Yeah. And I'm now I have to say, is anyone here watching Love Island? Yes. Steve has been, oh yeah. my but god. But the British version. No, I'm watching the oh, American okay. version. Is it the, have you the seen UK both? version's on Hulu. I couldn't okay. find the American version. I think I don't have cable or something. It's, <laughs> it's on CBS every freaking night. Oh my god. Well, it's so good. And my husband and I got so into the UK version, but we were like ten episodes in. We're like, this has got to be over soon and i'm like there's still so many people in this house and then we looked and it's 35 episodes no. can i ask you something on the british version is there is there a lot of 
um, fighting? Is there a lot of, uh, are they a lot more graphic? Because even the host, I, mean, I think it's the guy, the old, the old Ross the Intern uh-huh. um, from uh, Leno's show. It, it, he Even he's saying, wow, everyone seems very amiable and there's just a lot of hot people. They keep adding hotter people. Yeah, yeah, and then they steal the boyfriends right, away. Right, it's right. so good. I mean, but on the... <laughs> On the British one, they're all chain smoking. Oh, the entire okay. time, everyone's chain smoking. Not it's, on Love Island no, here, domestic no. and, Love Island. No, and they can have sex for some reason, but it's like they just have to have like a sheet over them. Like, so it seems like there's different rules. So they're for, showing them doing it, but they have a yeah, sheet over. Yes. Them. Huh. I see. I'd like to see that. You but, should watch it. Okay. It's excellent. It's a great waste of time. Yes, I was. You, I was waiting for a lot more because they were promoting it as it's going to be a lot more graphic, and I don't think it is. Hmm. Uh, if you're just tuning in, it's uh, Natasha Legiero is here, and she's uh, performing at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow's two shows each night. Saw a picture of you and Eddie Vedder together. Oh, yeah. I opened up for Bill Maher in, uh, in Hawaii this year and on New Year's, and Eddie Vedder was there. And I got to sing with him and Paul Simon. Really? Whoa, really? That was amazing. So... On stage. Was this spur of the moment <laughs> or uh, as far as, hey, come on out and sing I think that Bill Maher has his whole, like, he has all these people who come out and see him and then like you know a lot of celebrities live in Maui or they spend the Christmas you know Christmas in Maui but I remember we were having dinner with Paul Simon and we were all kind of like this is so crazy and then I think I I asked him I said you know do you ever I I think I asked him if he smoked pot when he was writing (laughs) something and he's like yeah you know I used to smoke a little pot but I do remember I, I, I wrote Bridge Over Troubled Water, and I listened back to it, and I was like, hmm, this is this is better than what I usually write. Wow. And I was wow. like, wow, he really has, like, he's really thought about it. Yeah. And it really felt like some people just got this, like, gift of, like, this is going to come through me. Yeah. I'm hey, aware of guy. it. I'm aware of it. The hits just kind of, like, yeah. yeah. It's, wow. It's, it's wild. Uh, it, well, so what did you talk to Eddie better about? Eddie, um... He just seemed like one of those cool, nice, sweet guys. You <laughs> yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. What'd I mean, you guys say? I wasn't as interested in his music. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? No, I like Eddie Vedder. And I, and I like I like uh, Pearl Jam. Um, what did I say to Eddie Vedder? No, I don't what remember. Did you what did you sing? Oh, we sang this song like Bill Maher always likes to sing like this song. What, it's, I don't know, some some classic <laughs> song you don't, you that don't remember? men sing. You know, crooners. It was like something for... like. The, like New Year's. Okay. Like, you know, right. like the How did you sing it if you... <laughs> the, uh, it sounded awful. Okay. Nobody <laughs> knew what they're doing. Oh, like sign? Maybe that. No, maybe. Smile. That's Smi- what it was. Oh, Smile. Okay. Yeah, you know, I'm Though not like a boomer. Breaking? I don't know. Yeah, that thing. Did you have Nobody the, could sing it. Did you have the lyrics on a piece of paper? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Yes, and Paul Simon, you could tell, knew we, he, he got on stage and he could see how bad it was, and I was standing right next to him, and he wasn't singing. He was, like, singing, like, in the lowest little voice. I was like, oh, he just does not want to be involved mm. in that. Are you comfortable hanging out? Because there are some celebrities who are okay hanging out with other people like that. Do you get I mean, little, Paul uh, Simon's, like, a legend. A legend. So, like, whenever you get to hang out with someone yeah. like that, I don't know. I just want to. You just want to hear everything they say, you yeah. know, because it's like. I think because I, I wanted to tell you uh, the since the last time you're in the studio, you did the James Franco roast, which, and I think your performance on that was one of the best I've ever seen. I love roasts. We all love roasts, especially. There's when another done the one right coming out too. Really? Are you, who, 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 They're you're... doing Alec Baldwin. Oh, well, well, there you go. Yeah, are you on? I assume you're on. Yes. No. No. I don't. Well, they haven't. I don't know. I haven't. Uh, all right. 
Do you like? I'm doing... afraid of doing roasts. I don't oh, want to do them. You, do, you yeah. do so such a good job, though. I know. What's the most nerve wracking <laughs> part of it? Is it? Well, You're, first I mean... of all, like having to write jokes about people you don't know right. that are mean. I wouldn't have known that you didn't know. I mean, because you, you, I had never met James Franco. Never. You no. were, it was great. And then you you disassembled the on Zari. It was very funny. And, and... <laughs> get the, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think that, that it's uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what just happened, but what's the take over that? But it's very funny. It was and and uh, you know what I wanted to bring up? You were on a show that I loved, which I can't find anywhere. The Joe Schmo show. <laughs> wow, you got some deep cuts. Did some you guys just like cuts. Wikipedia me or something? No, I was going through because I was like, you know, you come up on stuff, and and that was the Ralph Garman show from years ago. Do you guys remember the show where they set one guy? Oh up? yeah, that was brilliant. It funny. was an entire reality yeah. show, I remember? Yeah. And only one guy was not in on it. Yep, and it was effing hilarious. Mm-hmm. And you can't find it anywhere. Do you, do you? Yeah, I don't know where that is. Do you exist because you're that, the only one who's ever asked about it. <laughs> the only one ever, whoever brought up the Joe Schmo show. <laughs> that was at a time when when there weren't as many uh, gazillion uh, reality shows, and that one kind of stood out. A oh, it's great! It was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's not a lot of fake reality shows now, are there? Not uh, fake reality shows because that's what that was. Right? Yeah, that was fake. Yeah, yeah. It was, and you no, it, none oh, that I know of. And there was no, no one else. They the, the one uh, where they're like pulling the, the wool over people's eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like a mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if they. Well, yeah. I mean, like the Carbonaro effect is you know kind of like that. Where, sort of. You know, the, the, you have un, unsuspecting. Yeah. And then there was Joe. What was that um, millionaire? Uh, oh, Joe oh, Millionaire. Yeah. yeah. I'm Here's telling it. you, start watching the UK version of Love Island. You'll never want to watch anything else. Okay. Do you have a, is your, you have a new series coming out we hear? Is that uh, the I case? I have a show on CBS that's coming out, um, but we haven't even started shooting it yet. Really? We start shooting in October. Because I saw a picture of it looked like uh, it was Paulie Perrette and... Um, and Jaime Camille from Jane the Virgin. Yeah. And... And you were in the shot as well. Did, yeah. Yeah, so, I'm in it. I play Jaime's wife. So let me ask you about that. You're going to start filming in October, uh-huh. and the way that the the TV industry and film industry works, um, that you never know that still might not happen. Even though it's because we hear so many of like projects that get the green light, it's going, and then it's like whatever happened to that? You know what I mean? Uh, so does that ever is that ever in your mind? You know, when you're like, oh man, okay, why try, why try don't to, they go? Well, I don't know. There's there's like, well, people do pilots a lot of times and they don't get picked up. Right, that's a big. This thing This has been happens. picked up. This has been picked up. Okay, and I've already signed a contract, so no matter what happens, I get paid. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. <laughs> that's all you want. That's yeah. the most important thing in the world. But yeah, there's writer strikes. There's obviously a lot of. Yeah, thanks for uh, making me feel bad that sure. maybe it won't go. <laughs> just wanted to bring you back to reality for a moment. I'm there. Um, no, but I mean, well, that's good. Then, then you've got the, the green light. It's for sure going to happen. Yeah, it's a, it's a, uh, it is a series picked okay. up for. Uh, the picture I saw you look kind of Anna Wintourish there. Yeah, uh, I basically play this rich woman who Polly Pretz, my sister, and um, I marry this Mexican billionaire. Uh, Jaime Camille, okay. and then his dad cuts us off. And okay. so we have to move back to Reseda with her family. And so I'm kind of like stuck up bitch. Do you I, know like Polly Pret very well? Uh, yeah, well, I know her from shooting the pilot. Okay. You asked her about that whole Mark Harmon thing yet? 
Do you hear oh, about that? She, yeah, she does not tell good stories about him. Yeah, no, yeah. But there was an issue with his dog on set. I think and, she and said he it... carried around a baseball bat to really? like rehearsals, what, like, like to Negan? intimidate. Like, like Negan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. uh, yeah, she's she is very vocal about it. I no? like her okay. a lot. I do too. So she is really cool. I'm gonna side with her, but I but it's uh, yeah, it seems like weird. Because the, the dog apparently attacked somebody on the set and all this crap, so. But when I hear stuff like that, it, like, bums me out because it's like, am I allowed to like summer school anymore? Yeah. I love that movie. and I did like that movie when I was young. Right? But, like, when you hear that, then you sort of look at the, at, at, you know, and you're like, oh. I guess I can't like that movie. I mean, how often are you rewatching Summer School? <laughs> <laughs> ah, like once every five years. <laughs> I get, it, I do you really? I get really nostalgic about stuff like that. So I just watched a couple of Chevy Chase movies that I, I had. I just watched n- The Great Outdoors yesterday. Uh, see, I watched that last summer. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, it was on, and I had to spend some time with that. So Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't like those stories when you hear, like, men intimidating women and... Mm-mm. Yeah, it's on the set. Uh, she's she is like she seems very traumatized by it. So mm-hmm. I I believe her. So you seem like you could handle your own though. Somebody started acting, <laughs> carrying a bat to work correctly. <laughs> yeah, you could I take mean that's down. like so over the top. That's like really, that is a little over the top. Was it his dog too? So he's got the dog he and had the a bat? dog and a bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you I, get any acting done? I, I, he's too busy beating people and sticking the dog on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, your podcast I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah. Have you heard it? We have a new podcast. It's called the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. I did check out a little bit of it, and you're giving sort of advice as well. Well, people are calling in and uh, talking about their love issues, and we are, you know, trying to help them. And, uh, Do you feel you've recruited enough? At least, at we least have. your, it's your kind camping of amazing. knowledge is now extensive. <laughs> no, but it's been really fun to, like, listen to what people are going through because... Also, you know, it has nothing to do with politics, but it is something that, you know, your interpersonal relationships, it's kind of like right. we're all kind of dealing with it. So, yeah, it's it's fun, and um, I've been really liking it. Yes, you a, have a question. I do, <laughs> yeah. I have a technical radio question. How do people call into a podcast? Mm. Well, they call a hotline, and you can call our hotline, um, Endless Honeymoon Podcast. I'll get the number. And uh, <laughs> leave a message, and I then gotcha. our producer will call you back, and we'll arrange it. Do you not know ah. how, how, how show business works? I <laughs> do, uh, but we take live calls on yeah, our we show. Just oh, that, that yeah, is so, amazing. And most podcasts don't uh, don't go to phone calls very often, so I thought that that was uh, kind of cool. That's yeah, an no, interesting way to do it, though. Yeah, like it that. is cool. And people also can leave their secrets. Um, so people have been leaving their dark secrets, which Ooh. is sort of disturbing. Yeah. Have you had um, any murder confessions? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. That sounds so scary. If you have a good murder confession, leave it for Natasha. Wow. Um, so you guys can call the Endless Honeymoon Podcast at 213-222-8608, and we will call you back and listen to your issues. Nice. All right. this, is, this is very cool. Yeah, so if, if this were your podcast and, and your husband were here and you had mentioned... Uh, that he only sees the child for about an hour, hour and a half every day. Oh, I might not have said that if he was here. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's a long time. Yeah. An hour, hour and a half? (laughs) I mean... I spent an hour on the treadmill, so it's not that much. I just feel like women have more patience. You're asking me what 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 advice would I give us? No, no, no. I just, I I find the husband-wife dynamic... Uh, awesome, especially when there are other parties that are there. My wife and I will will uh, get into fake arguments like uh, around. I do the same. My wife and I do the same. <laughs> you know, thing. Well, fake like, arguments. Just, well, well, like it, fun, fun. 
she'll start like making fun of me or, yeah. or saying things like, you're, "Well, you, you know, you're you're only a dad for a half I've hour." I've never of the loved day. you. Yeah. You're an inadequate lover. <laughs> nothing, nothing quite that bad. No, uh, but the know? stuff you're saying is like, yeah. you know, that's a healthy relationship. Right, right, right. You guys can like, you know, jab each other a little, a have little some bit. fun, yeah. Mm. But you know, I I do think that the man probably does get better at fatherhood as i mean he's a great father I but i think terrible. they get more interested as the kid gets older i wasn't i i wouldn't uh, classify myself as a good father until my third was almost three years old you know what i mean like other than that like you're a good I, dad you've I, been a good dad all you yeah, don't know what dads. you're doing no yeah, yeah you don't know what you're doing in the beginning you definitely don't. but with the I'm first the one i was the same way yeah i was like the cool uncle you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so that's kind of the, the the way you're you're portraying it is yeah you come in you shake the baby up for you know a couple of minutes and you're like all right i'm gonna go and then, <laughs> 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 just shake the baby yeah no shake the baby up a little oh, bit but you know what it also like i heard shake the baby too yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's actually a terrible dad. <laughs> what I found, what I found interesting, and I, and I actually felt bad about this, was the excitement my children had when I would get home, or like, right, because you're so fun. I'm so fun. I'm the fun one. Or and like, the mom's like, great. Let's say we were going somewhere, but we needed to take two cars. Well, all three of the kids. I'm going with dad. You Aww. know, like what a slap! In, what a slap in the face that is yeah. for the woman who is taking care of you. Not so- really. I'll drive alone. <laughs> <laughs> So I've I've gone through that phase where I was kind of the cooler of the two, yeah. and now it's gone back to mom now. Really? So, so yeah, now yeah, it's like, I'm wrapping back around. When, yeah, when did that switch now. take place? It's uh, the past uh, couple of years has been happening. So it's once I, the beatings increase, it's <laughs> cyclical. It wow. uh, things kind of switch around. So do they always have favorites? The kids? I think so. Yeah. My dad could not phases. stand me for years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I kid you not, now because I was always you. the smartass. And now, now I think I'm. I think I've moved up in ranking. I have now, two other brothers. At least I'm competitive at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so it all goes in phases, you know. Yeah. Well, I think we should all just do the best we can. <laughs> I agree. There we go. Sage advice to be found on your podcast as well. Yes. So make sure you check that out. But listen, uh, you definitely want to go see Natasha in person. Couple opportunities to do that. Two shows tonight. Two shows tomorrow. The 7.30 and 10, and she will be at Helium Comedy Club. So uh, it's been a while since we've seen you, but we'd love to see you again sometime. So come back through Philly soon, okay? Okay, awesome. Thank you guys for having me. Great. And, yes. Uh... We'll take prepping lessons from you uh, now that you're doing the camping stuff. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> Let's hear it for Natasha Leggero, guys, on the Preston and Steve Show. We'll take a break, and we'll come back in just a moment. Stay with us. President Steve Show podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. Ninety three three WMMR. Everything that rocks. I thanks a bunch, uh, very Kathy. What am I saying? Thanks a bunch, bunch of very Kathy. Very Kathy. I mean, thank that's you fine. very thank you much, bunch of very Kathy. <laughs> very <laughs> much, words. Kathy is what I meant to say. Wow. You're welcome. Uh, that's how cold it is. You're actually going into. A I can't stand shock. it. And listen, you said there's nothing we can. Do. There has to be something that they can do. Oh, sure, no. can about it. Set a fire in a 50 gallon drum. There's not. They're too busy reconstructing everything. All of the little issues that are brought up to the people that they fix these types of things, they're just like, okay. And they don't even say we'll get to it. Sure. Oh my God! I was coming up in the elevator this morning. And I said to the walrus next to me, "Is it cold in here?" Um, but our next guest is going to be He's back. Freezing punchline. He's freezing, but we're he happy. Has, he has, has his arms tucked inside. <laughs> he his does. He does. Shirt. Pulled his arms old inside school style. His shirt looking like Tom Hanks at the end of Big. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sean Wayne. Yeah. 
What's up? It is freezing. Y'all, y'all wasn't expecting me today. Y'all have y'all air conditioning set for Sean Penn. <laughs> I like how you go. I thought this was a white thing being so cold. <laughs> I did think yeah. it was a white thing. That's funny. That's funny. No, it's it's the, the bizarre because they're doing all this construction, as Preston said, and so they have all sorts of erratic temperature shifts during yeah. the day. But I don't it's good to see it, though. though. Like, wh- wh- where's the heat? <laughs> there is no. That's I great that you guys are making the building nice. Where's the heat? <laughs> where is the heat? You can yeah. see the thermostat over there. Like, it's pushed all the way up. And All the way up to white people. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's the setting. White That's the people. setting is on white yeah. people. Well, Sean, we, we might, might may not be able to make Look it. Look, you came and talked, dude. You I know, a, I can't. You got the chills. <laughs> we can't make it comfortable with the temperature, but we're going to do something else to make it comfortable. Casey, give you guys something? Yeah. yeah. All right, go ahead. Here we go. Let's right, put them on now. Yeah, 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 there we go. There you go. Right. Right. What <laughs> the heck is that? We got our shades. We thought we'd wear sunglasses. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, nice. Oh, yeah. But Nick has eyeballs on I don't know. Uh, that's, that's why I say, what the heck is that? Yeah. that kills he, it. he ruined your joke. Why would, why would you give him the guy closest to Sean, the one with the eyes on? I, uh, yeah, that was ridiculous. That was bad props right that there. Was bad props. I thought that this was going to be a joke on me because I can't see through these. <laughs> no. no see, I, I get it. It was supposed to be all in uniform. Everybody's yeah. supposed to have shades on like Sean Wayne's, but you just creeped me out. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> you, got those, you got those pedophile likely glasses. Yeah. I made those glasses so I could fall asleep at meetings. <laughs> that's right. Those are glasses Pedophiles put on when they try to be friendly around kids. <laughs> well, look, he has very trusting <laughs> eyes. Very yeah, trusting eyes. Hey, <laughs> kids. <laughs> That's why I got in his band. We're like, what? <laughs> That's too good. Well, Saying off here, the last time we had you in, it was uh, you were in with your, your brother, uh, uh, Keenan. Yeah. And it was his birthday. I think he just turned, what, 60? 60. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, was we, we it was all good. And I've been seeing, I follow you on uh, Twitter, and I've been seeing recently... There's been a lot of uh, in living color um, pictures you've been posting and stuff like that. And I have to ask you, David Allen Greer is sporting one of those Letterman type old man yeah. in the sea beards. When yeah. did that happen? Um, it happened when he uh, got that gig, uh, the Cool Kids. Oh, so it was for a character. Okay, and he yeah. just kept it. Well, I don't know if he kept it now. Okay, I don't think I'm not sure if the show's coming back. So I, I don't. He, you might see him beardless or. Oh. If you keep, if you see him with the beard still, he's just lazy. <laughs> the cool kids was actually the uh, McElhenney, right? The the uh, the. Uh, I think he was one of the producers. Yeah, on yeah, it. it's always sunny. And Charlie Day. As yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It was a pretty funny show. Now you have you have your own animated show. Oh, uh, oh, the Boot Crew. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm working on a, a third uh, episode of that. Um, that for those of you who don't know it, it's um it's, um, it's kind of like Charlie Brown meets Fat Albert with a t- hip hop twist. <laughs> Charlie and, Brown meets Fat Albert with a hip hop twist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, it's for kids, and we teach kids life lessons through humor and music. I'm working on the third special. We have two of them up on our uh, on our uh, YouTube channel, and I'm actually. Right now, about to launch <laughs> Boo Crew Live. As he tries to stay warm. I know. I, we're, we're doing our first Boo Crew Live show. It's kind wow. Of, it's like a musical. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's another, it's kind of like a little concert with puppets. And, uh, you know, we teach kids, um, you know, uh, it's called Just Be You. And, um, you know, we're trying to teach kids about self-esteem, about not trying to fit in with the cool kids. That's, you know, in order to, you know, fit in a certain group, just be yourself and the right people will love you for who you are. You have a pig pen character because he has a bunch that's, of... That's dirty from the dirty south. <laughs> <laughs> he's kicking up dirt and dust around yeah. him, yeah. Dirty dirt, dirty from the dirty south. <laughs> you know, honestly, and you're obviously doing it for the right intentions. It's very cool and everything. But if you get a kid show to click, uh, that can be that can be major 
you know, cash, success. It I'm, could be, but it's right now it's costing me a, for, a fortune. <laughs> it's going I, the other I, way. I fund this myself. Oh, do you? So, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I, I'm doing it out of uh, passion. Who does it? Do you have to send overseas for animating or is it done here? Um, the new version will be done here. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad. He's trying to adjust his headphones. He's <laughs> freezing. <laughs> I'm like like spending my money on my cartoons. <laughs> it's just a miserable day. That's hilarious. <laughs> we so, can get you a jacket. I feel, I feel bad because we're brutalizing you here. I my hoodie, but... Yeah, no. Yeah. Dude, that thing will make you colder. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like someone cut out the inside of the dentist vest when you get uh, x ray <laughs> <laughs> Oh, here we go. Here's a blanket. Right? Hey, there you wait, go. Wait, who had that on? Or no, it's a jersey. The creepy right? dude with the weird skin. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. There you go. I wanted to ask you, I was uh, watching an interview with you, and you had, um, and tell me if this is the truth, your first concert experience, the first concert you ever went to, what was it? My first concert? The first concert, because I, I, in the interview you said it was, Eddie did you Murphy see Raw? Eddie Murphy Raw was the yeah, first Eddie, concert I, you I, ever saw? Eddie Murphy Raw was wow. my first Holy concert. hell. Yeah, Keenan produced it, um, oh. him and Eddie are boys, and um, I was actually backstage Eddie probably won't remember this because it was so long ago, but we were slap boxing. <laughs> I was slap boxing with Eddie Murphy before he went out to do Eddie Murphy Raw, and I guess I was getting too happy with it, and I came close to his afro, and his security grabbed me and was like, that's enough, Junior. Go sit your ass down before you mess up this money. That is cool. All right, I'm trying to remember which one was Raw and which one was purple. Delirious. Raw was, raw uh, was purple. Eddie yeah. Murphy! Delirious. Yes, you, man. <laughs> delirious was the red outfit. Yeah. Ice cream! Yeah, 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 Ice cream! Yeah, yeah. And, okay. and the other one was half! Half. How you doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. But you was butt naked on a zebra last month. <laughs> that's that's Raw. Is that, okay. where you, is that where you got... I mean, obviously, you're, you you come from a talented family, but that, that had to be a... Uh, Eddie Murphy's my dude, man. Yeah. In, in comedy, I love Eddie Murphy. In movies, in stand-up, everything. He's, that, he's like one of my one of my idols. He's, he, the word is he's getting back to stand-up. Do you believe That's that? That's the word. Is that going to happen, do you think? Or is it... Well, I've I seen it on Seinfeld. <laughs> What's the deal? Did you watch it? You watched yes, the comedians and cars? That was a great one. It was, was, yeah. Awesome. They, they talked about these two episodes, about uh, Raw and Delirious, and, and Eddie really was um, uh, introspective and talking about his own comedy career and he talked about which jokes were timeless but you could tell uh, in this special how much he missed doing stand-up how much he missed being on the stage yeah I'm sure he has a lot to say you know, he got a lot of kids and stuff. Yeah. Like that. He's, he's, he's going to be rich. I'm, I'm looking forward to How it. How do you try out material, though, if you're Eddie Murphy? Where do you go to try out material? If I'm Eddie if Murphy, you- I buy a comedy club and don't let nobody <laughs> else in. <laughs> I don't let nobody else in other than uh, the people that I say can come in. And you yeah. can't bring no phones, no nothing. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. but he'll he'll get it. He'll, he'll be able to get together. He'll, he'll, he'll work it out. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty heavy duty. Uh, and do you still DJ at all? Yeah. Yeah? How often are you doing that? Uh, every so often. Usually what I do now is um, if I'm doing a stand-up date in a city that has a place that I want to DJ at, I'll, I'll DJ. Do you do you consider DJs like, you know, the, 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 the real heavy... Do you, do you consider them musicians? I, somewhat, yeah. Somewhat? Because there's a big line of delineation between people who think no and people who think yes. They get you dancing. They keep the party rocking. Um, a lot of them are producers. Okay. Who make beats themselves. Um, actually, it makes a lot of sense because they listen to music all day long. So they understand what's hot. 
You know, they're kind of ahead of the curve on what's happening. All right, so when you're going to do a show, and I've always been curious about this club DJs, do you you know exactly what you're going to do? I'm doing this into that, into that, into that. I don't know what I'm going to do. Nothing. Okay, so you get nothing. in, you feel the room. And stand-up, I know. I know what I'm pretty much gonna do. Right. And and DJing, I don't I don't know. Okay. It, you got to feel out the vibe. You know, um, you could have stuff playing in your head, and then you go, "Oh, well, this crowd ain't gonna know that." <laughs> can so, you tell if that. it's sucking? I mean, can if you're? I mean, can, when you, what what is your um, degree of accuracy as a club DJ of feeling the room? And obviously, that's what distinguishes great DJs from inferior ones. But how if people are dancing, that's if it. People, that's all you need if to see. People are dancing. You you rocking right? Killing so now. You, you can you can have um, people, some people dancing, and some people kind of enjoying themselves, and yeah. that's that's creating a vibe. That's just vibing. All right, but the uh, the objective is to get them all dance. All right, so I have a question about this because um, when you when you're spinning live and you and you you know you got a song playing here, you got to get the next one ready. You got to be able to mix those in, and songs are only so long, and, and you may run out of time before you've you know made up your mind, and then all of a sudden. You have that nightmare of, uh-oh, yeah. you know, dead air. So we, in the radio business, we have dreams like that. That's our nightmare. If you have a nightmare, if we, we just call it the dream. I had the dream last night where song quits playing. The equipment won't work. Your microphone, you can't, you forget what to say. Is there a, a comedy equivalent to that, a nightmare? Nightmare, what comedy is, your mic goes out. Yeah, so, I mean, but when you're sleeping, and dream, you ever have dreams, actual dreams? About uh, failing on stage or anything like that. I didn't know. I haven't, but now that you put this in my head, <laughs> now I'm a bomb in my dream all night. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Mr. Doom's Jim guy over here yeah. wants to give me the thin shirt. <laughs> Don't take it out. Make man. me colder. <laughs> Why don't you just give me like a peppermint patty and let me rub it on my skin? <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, yeah, I, honestly, I don't really dream about that type of stuff. Okay. I, you know, uh, I, I like to, you know. You ever gotten inspiration from a dream? Like, uh, you know what's funny about dreams? You could have the most vivid dream, and then when you wake up, uh, you just don't know. You don't know what hit you. Like mm-hmm. you forget it. You be trying to explain. Try to explain a dream to somebody. Like you'll never get all the way through it. My wife like, will do that. Where she'll you'll I, have like the beginning, and then you be like, I, mean, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Fred Flintstone came in and gave me some cereal. I'm like, yeah. what? But she'll. <laughs> and then a lot of people I know get very meticulous about their dreams, and they're saying. And then an elephant came in the room. And I'm like, I know, it's a dream. It, it, I know. I had one about Kathy not that long ago, and I told her all about it. And I was just very, very specific. <laughs> but it seems so real. I know. But yeah. it's it's just, I, I found on my time, we just came off vacation, I had a number of those work dreams where, um, Preston, you and I were, were over over in Europe doing a radio show. And some, you know, these things are just weird. But some in bizarre all, some bizarre scenario that yeah. that, that, that is in. bizarre. You guys sound like, sound like you guys was on a romantic vacation, <laughs> and we was in that gondola, man, <laughs> Italian food, drinking wine. I never want to. You was massaging my feet. It was weird, man. It was a weird thing. I never want this to end. Yeah, <laughs> it's like The Bachelor. Are like, we going again this year? Hold up, dude. Time like, out. Yeah, you're right. It's like a Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> Bachelor Day. Do you watch any of that stuff? Bachelor, Bachelorette? No. All that crew we talk about. That, I don't like, watch none of that. None of that. No reality show. No reality shows. I I can't I, I, I can't tell the difference between the bachelor or the one that's busting people overhead with the bottle of champagne. What is that one? Oh, uh, real housewives? Real housewives, yeah. basketball wives. Hey. For for people who are married, they sure are some angry women. Yeah. Yes, they do. 
Do you I, ever have any uh, intersections of real life with those shows, like uh, guys that you know that are married to any of those women or vice versa? I don't know anybody. No? To anybody that's busting somebody over the head with a show. <laughs> you're too busy doing instructor children shows. If if you married to someone, how are you out choking the people, your friends? Like, yeah. hey, aren't you supposed to be home with the kids and <laughs> taking care of home? None of them are, like, doing, like, the home no. stuff. Everybody's like... I'm going to go out and choke my friends. Yeah, I'm going to go yeah. choke my friends, pull a weave out. <laughs> Honey, can you pick the kids up? I got to beat the hell out of uh, Kathy. <laughs> do, are you, uh, do you watch any shows? There's so many freaking shows. Not just reality shows. I mean, just TV in general I, with all I, the streaming platforms honestly, and all that stuff. I don't watch nothing. No kidding. I, um, now, uh, streaming stuff, I'll, I'll stream stuff. Okay. So, you know, I'll, Stranger I'll Things, stuff like that? Yeah. Okay. I know you're, you're, things, you're, you're a fan of like sort of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Breaking Bad, um, Stranger Things, um, you know... Old Family Guy. Uh, Great stuff. Uh, you know, just stuff that, you know, but I don't watch stuff that's on TV, TV. You know, it's it's, it's funny because, and I was saying to Suppressing the other day, is that there they used to be, you know, you'd know, this, the, the strict TV viewing schedule, okay, a Thursday night, must-see, and this is, oh, this lineup is great. That's gone. That's gone. That's they don't gone. even promise you nothing. They don't even tell you must-see or any of that stuff. It's just like, hey, hey please. Please. <laughs> Check us out. Check us out Tuesday yeah, on yeah. CBS. Like, yo. We're uh, still on Tuesday. Yeah, we're still on. <laughs> Hurry up and catch us before we're not here. He, he'll uh, report on shows. He'll do the entertainment report, and he'll talk about this show. That, and he'll and we're thinking he's talking about the premiere of the show, and he's talking about the series finale yeah. that we never heard of. I know. Like, yeah, I didn't watch the first uh, episode. <laughs> now I did watch Big Bang Theory. I thought that was a funny show. Big Bang Theory was funny. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I like that show. Are you? Are you? Uh, you and the you, your brothers are working on anything movie wise, or is that uh, is is that uh, off the, the the radar right no, now? No, it's always on the radar. Yeah. Uh, just because you don't hear from us, don't mean that we need right. uh, in the lab. So uh, uh, actually, right. Marlon's going to be. Here here either next week or two weeks from now. Marlon has a movie coming out actually yeah. on Netflix. Uh, Netflix seems to be the Septuplets. Septuplets? Yes. Is he playing all six? Yes, he is. There you go. I like that. I like that stuff. I'm a sucker <laughs> for stuff th- like he, that. He couldn't give me one part. Yeah, right. <laughs> he had to play six He's got roles. Six. <laughs> I had heard rumors of White Chicks Two was going to be coming out. And, well, and I, can well, you was... confirm or deny? Um, neither because. <laughs> There's nothing concrete. Okay. And we keep having conversations about it, but there's nothing concrete. So I don't really have anything to report other than, hey, just stay tuned. It's funny how some of these movies, a lot of those movies came out and, and like, and I, you, you guys have told us how the movie companies were sort of dismissive and they, like, like even like scary movie initially and all that stuff. And and yet they still hold on. They get shown all the time. People talk about them. They get referenced. Uh, even like White Chicks was sort of like, you know, critically dismissed. But I know so many people who just dig that movie. And does that, is that vindication in a way? Or does it make you even angrier that the, you never got the respect? Um, We did get the respect from, yeah. the, from the crowd. That's, that's Okay, that's, that's all that matters. That's yeah. who it matters. Um, that, that's where it really matters. And, um, you know, they'll let us know when we do something crappy for real. When you were doing that movie, when you are doing White Chicks, did you break, because any 
that makeup was thick, obviously. So thick. Were you was your skin breaking out in that? I was angry, and <laughs> ugly. Me and Mom both was ugly by the end. We went in looking like Denzel. <laughs> Came out looking like Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> Not to say that he's ugly. I'm just saying that no, it's no. just a strange kind of meta- metamorphosis that happened there. <laughs> From Denzel to Forrest Whitaker is yeah, a bit of a leap. Yeah, it's just you know, but you know, they're both decent looking cats. How long was that makeup process when you guys? It, would... it was seven. Hours hours seven hours seven hours and it made us angry yeah that yeah. it was a it was listen <laughs> we want to do a sequel but i ain't in no rush <laughs> <laughs> it was extremely difficult very hard well, you know I'm... so the makeup was hard yeah and um you know we had to lose a ton of weight and if that didn't make you crabby then they give you these contact lenses that you put underneath your eyes and it feels like literally <laughs> oh, you oh. felt like someone put um Football cleats in your eyeball. I've had those in where the, uh, you, you know, when they, they used to be all the rage for Halloween, people were wearing them a lot, oh like zombie gosh. eyes. I put them in. They were not comfortable. I'd be the zombie with the brown eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 when I tell you guys it was hard, it was hard. Yeah. But do but, you think today so they, they could get all of that stuff done just, you know, like in post-production and stuff? CGI? CGI it? Maybe, but it's, it'll still cost you a pretty penny. Yeah. So the, the idea is to try to make it... You practical. Know, yeah, make it practical and, 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 you know, not spend so much money. That's 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 what's holding the whole thing up. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's getting it for, well, Trying to get it done for a price. If Septuplets is, you know, Netflix seems to be the, um, the, the brass ring here as far as getting stuff done. Adam Sandler's ported all of his stuff over there. Shut up! I just did I was not Jimmy Fallon that. doing Adam Sandler. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shut up. I remember when I saw him years ago at, at a place called Pip's Comedy Club in Oh yeah. Yeah, Bay, but he was doing that and I'm like, what is this? He <laughs> found an audience. That's my next dream. And multi multi millionaire, yeah. and, and and he's just super talented. But yes. you, on those initial things, I'm like, what is this guy doing? He's getting a check. Yeah, <laughs> he's getting a check. Uh, I, I, I'm not mad at him. No, no. Did you just him. do Adam Sandler doing pops from Wayne's Brothers? You say, <laughs> oh yeah, brother. That's John Witherspoon. See. <laughs> We had John Witherspoon in studio. He's crazy. He was so, he's so freaking great. He's old David Allen Greer. He's yeah. like an old David Allen Greer. Like they make me laugh the same way. Like on Wayne's Brothers and <coughs> Mall, and used to just laugh at this man. He's he has a great scene in the movie Little Nicky. So where funny. We quote it all the time. <laughs> crazy. Mm-hmm. He was great in that. <laughs> yep. So funny. So yep. funny. Um, so the shows are tonight and tomorrow at um, Punchline. And, uh, Sean, are you going to, oh, yeah, no, I'm sorry, you got, uh, a 7.30 and 9.45, that's when the shows are. Um, so are you going to try to, to DJ anywhere in town? Is that going to happen this weekend Not or this no? weekend. Okay. Um. Do you no. normally do that when you go into a town? You also I, DJ as well? Yeah. I Look just, at you. In Arizona, I just did it, um, last week. It was great. It was fun. Do you do it late night after the sets? It's after my, um, usually I, I put it after my Saturday night show. Okay. So after that set. I'll, actually, I'll, that area right there where Punchline is, that's, that would actually be, be awesome. a great place to do that. 
Mm. Uh, too late now, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> Have you ever seen Ed- Idris Alba, DJ? Um, I did. I seen him online. He's really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah can, he's been doing right. it for okay. years too. But you're better. No, no, no. Right. It's just, just different. Just he, different. He, right. he plays the, uh, a lot of the techno, and I, I play a lot of the old school hip hop, house music, and you know reggaeton and reggae. I, you know, I play um, you know all the open, open format. Quest right. Love will pop up in a club every now and then around here. Quest Love is dope. Yeah, yeah. I've not. Is he? He's supposed to be a great DJ. I know more about his drumming than I do his DJ work. Yeah, he's dope. He's super yeah. talented. Cool man. Well, listen, enjoy your time back in town. Enjoy uh, some heat if that is yeah. the next building you have. Yeah, I'm hoping. Uh, <laughs> I've seen a penguin movie, a curse. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sean, like I said, at Punchline uh, tonight and tomorrow, 7.30, is when the shows are. And you can go to punchlinephilly.com to get the tickets. So good to see you, Sean. Thanks for Good to here. see you guys, too. You, you guys man. always are real uh, good time. Thanks, uh, thanks. Sean hey, Wayne. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Stay with When MMR's Jackson broadcasts live backstage, it's for the likes of Metallica, Guns N' Roses, and MMRBQ. So true, Jackson. Once a year, he goes from backstage to the backyard. Enter now for Jackson to bring the party to your place Friday, August 30th. Enjoy your four hours of fame as Jackson broadcasts live. He'll probably use your bathroom. Hatfield Meats fully supplies the grill. The MM Army stocks the fridge with cold brews and brings the music to prime your weekend. Go to WMMR.com and tell us why your backyard rocks. Include a photo so we know what we're getting into. Jackson's Backyard Broadcast. Presented by Hatfield Meats. Look for their bold new bacon packaging. Simply Hatfield. And 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, uh, thank you very much, Kathy. I know that um, we have to get to the B file, but we're a little bit early, the, earlier than we usually oh, are. How did that happen? Uh, just it was, you know, I don't know. We just uh, moved things along. <laughs> we but, almost froze one of our guests to death. That uh, that happened. But there, there are a couple stories I want to hit real quick before they're, they're going to be dated out, and they will be irrelevant next week. Uh, but today, I thought this was kind of nice. Today is the 30th anniversary of the movie Parenthood. Hmm. Oh, uh, wow. Being released, and I love I that movie. I yeah. still haven't seen it all the way through. I know. I know then you're I missing know. out, and oh, I gosh. don't want to talk to you. I know. So. No, no, no. Please talk to me. Okay. No, no. Honestly, especially you. I, I think, you know, uh, talking about that conversation about anybody who tries to be a good parent. You know, I, I don't have kids, but I can certainly commiserate with a lot of what goes on in the movie. There's some really great life lessons in this gentle, funny comedy. What's great about it, too, is I, I, I was 21 when it came out. I yep. loved it then, and I have grown to love it even more as I have become a parent and an adult and, and all this stuff. And there's, like you said, Steve, there's a lot of great life lessons in the movie. It's a, it's a smidge antiquated now with some of the technology you see in the movie and things like yeah, that yeah. because it came out 30 years ago, but it still rings pretty true. Slipping and sliding on his guts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, see, I'm surprised you haven't seen it all the way through just because you love Mary Steenburgen so much. And Diane Weist. I, have, I love Diane, <laughs> Diane Weist. has one of the best lines in the movie. She's, ta- she's talking with oh, her sisters God. about a um, this this guy they knew in high school and... and uh, she said, "Oh, that guy! He's such a loser." Yeah, I saw him driving around in his rolls. Uh, uh, drive, uh, she goes, "What a loser!" 
She goes, yeah, I saw him driving around in his Rolls Royce. She goes, I, I meant me. I'm, I'm the loser. <laughs> one, of, one of the favorite lines that she has, my favorite lines in that movie, and I can't even say it on the air, but her daughter is crying to her about, uh, you know, uh, Keanu Reeves' character, yeah. who's her boyfriend. He's like, and he told me he loved me and this and that. And she goes, oh, men say that. And then they finish. They finish. And Joaquin Phoenix, such a great line. Who, who keeps the bag of porn videos in yeah. the? Uh, and it's it's He's great. And Keanu Reeves turns out to be fairly insightful. And the old woman that everyone's dismissing, the grandmother, gives some of the most salient life advice. Uh, uh, yeah. George, uh, it's George Robards, right? Uh, no, um, Jason Robards. Jason Robards yeah. is the dad, and uh, he has some oh. of the great lines. Steve, when when Tom Holsey comes in and, and he they the surprise the family that he's there, he's the ne'er do well son that the dad that 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 Jason uh, Jason Robards for some reason can't see that and just treats him like a prince. But I love that Tom Holsey goes, oh, he goes, Grandma's here, and Jason Robards goes, yeah, she's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> a scene that again oh, had me howling man. with laughter. Obviously, uh, Tom Holsey has gotten involved with some bad people again. And Jason Robards is out on the front lawn. He's, like, raking. Car comes screaming around the corner. And Tom Holsey comes, gets, goes flying out the door. And he goes, what the hell is What What was that? And he goes, oh, some, some friends dropping me off. Mm-hmm. And he goes, dropping you off? He goes, friends, slow down. They even stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great It's just movie. great stuff. And then uh, one more line. Uh, yeah. Tom Holsey is... He's, he's, He's come back to the family after all this time. He's just a complete f up. He's got a, a little boy, a little a, a, a childhood that he had out, you know, obviously out of wedlock. And he's talking about the mother, and he goes, "She came to me and said, <laughs> I shot someone. I have to leave the country. You take him.' I mean, what kind of a parent is that?" <laughs> it's, and the kid's name is Cool. It's Cool. Yeah. yeah, it's a great movie. Thirty years ago, so I just thought I. That's a Ron that. Howard film. It is. Yeah. It's a, it's is a great it film. Go, is it in theaters? Did they? I don't. It in I the don't theaters? know if they're okay. going to do anything. It's like that. It's on television. But, but yeah. you, you should be able to find it. <laughs> and then one other thing, because it takes place this weekend, I've never heard of this. It's in Montreal. And it's Montreal's Great Gothic Picnic that's taking place. A goth picnic? Yes, it's a goth picnic, uh, which I did not know. And I think I think that's awesome, but it's just kind of an interesting visual yes, of, uh, of everybody. People in, who don't normally go out in the sun. Head to toe <laughs> black yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, and dark eye Asriel. You know, makeup. And yes, and they're all going to the Great Goth Picnic. I've always liked the goth this girl weekend. look. Me too. I've always been a big fan of the goth girl I look. absolutely am a fan of that look. Uh, and I did not know it. So it's Saturday, August 3rd. The picnic oh. is going to be, it says, huge with music, games, activities, artists, vendors and more spend a day in a field with lots of guys who look like robert smith yeah yeah exactly it says little did you know that summer is the time for goth uh the great gothic picnic is totally free to attend and family friendly bring sunscreen because you wouldn't want to get a tan (laughs) at a goth picnic that's true uh it's recommended that you bring an umbrella and a coffin to complete that perfect gothic look uh no worries if you don't have a gothic outfit at least one article of black clothing will suffice did you ever even come close to a mini goth phase no not even close i mean i always loved a lot of the music and i loved a lot of the stuff that they love but i that look would not have worked for me. No, I never. Uh, same, no. same thing. I couldn't see that on me, but I, but I think it's uh, for for girls. I think it would be a very attractive look. 
Uh, all right, so The Cure is Can one be. of is one of those bands. What is another gothy um, band? Well, like another Depeche one that another ministry? one no, another one that kind of broke out was um, uh, and now the uh, Cult. The cult. Okay. Yeah, although I never found their music very gothy. I found it more rock. No, you know? it's just uh, uh, in, in the way they looked. Ian Asbury had a had that yeah. look. Yeah, he, he wore the clothes and all that. Smash <laughs> mouth. <laughs> no, I, I just don't think because I didn't listen to The Cure. I, I obviously knew like the Radio hits. I Friday. love the cure. I'm a, I've always loved the cure. Well, so I discovered disintegration cure. at a very, very late age, probably like four years ago or something like that, and and so I, I ended up listening to more of the cure, and I just didn't think that the sound of the band matched the look of everything. Really? Yeah. Well, okay. I hear you. Yeah, it's, it's almost like Ghost. You yeah, look, you look at the presentation of Ghost, and then um, you know, well, you you'd have to compare it. With what was out at the time, Casey, yeah. in, okay. in those in that eighties phase when they when they first really started to hit and and compared to everything because it was resoundingly different than everything else that you had heard at that time. And I had there was a girl that I knew in high school who, prior to her love of the Cure, was just gorgeous, and she still was when she got into the Cure. But she, because of that that goth look that she adopted. Uh, I was like, why are you doing that? You're so pretty. Well, on, on the Goldbergs, they had his girlfriend. Um, they had, she shifted, um, Adam's go- girlfriend shifted to a goth look. Mm-hmm. They also shifted actresses, and that was kind of a way to uh, to get around it. But okay. yeah, it does happen. Yeah. When the, when a loved one becomes goth, that should be a uh, after-school special. So there's a goth picnic. Yeah. Uh, that's taking place in Montreal. Apparently, it's very, very popular. I just thought that was kind of an interesting I like thing that. to think about. All right. Um, now I'm ready. We, we got Are you sure? I'm ready. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you by Window Nation. Window Nation is making their summer sizzling sales event even better. Buy one window, get one free. Plus, no money down, no payments. And no interest for two years. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Well, an Australian crocodile farmer who found an orthopedic plate inside of a croc's stomach said Thursday that he had been told the surgical device was from a person's body and had been contacted by relatives of missings, uh, missing people anxious for clues. A Karana crocodile farmer farm owner, John Lever, found the plate inside of a 15-foot croc called MJ during an autopsy in June at his business. I think I found your grandma. He initially wasn't sure if the unusual find had been part of an animal or human, but... Hi, Grandma! He said <laughs> since making photos of the plate public, he had been told that it was a type used in human surgery. Oh, man. Lever estimated that MJ was 50 to 70 years old, and when he died, MJ could have eaten the bone that the plate had been attached to by six screws about 50 years ago, possibly. All remnants of human tissue attached to the plate had been long digested before MJ died several months after losing a fight with another croc. Uh, Lever said that the that Queensland police had told him that they had opened a missing person investigation and asked him to bring the plate to uh, the station. How long do crocodiles live for? How long can they live for? Like 70, 80, 100 years old? Yeah, yeah, I think so. really? Yeah, there was one at the St. Louis Zoo that was uh, one of the oldest in the country, I think. And, uh, yeah, it lived to close to 100 years old. Saltwater, Steve, can live 70 years. Okay. Wow. Wow. So they uh, they must have their own AARP, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. Probably. Get to retirement age. Uh, the Instagram account called Passenger Shaming recently shared a photo of a woman, this is in a plane, 
uh, lying on her side in the floor well of some seats as a man stretches out for a nap on the seats above her. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, commenters were surprised that the man didn't offer to take the floor, uh, but others just couldn't <laughs> understand why anyone would uh, lie on a dirty floor. Uh, someone else added, those 14-plus-hour flights have you doing things that you never thought you'd do. I emphasize, granted, I'd at least put down a blanket. Did you ever get on a flight where you had an entire roll and were able to lift up the uh, armrests? I did. It's glorious. It was wonderful. We were on the way back from Europe, my sister and I, and, and it was a, a wide-body plane, so it had a, yeah. you know the two sides by the windows, and it had a complete middle aisle. The majority of the seats were empty. It was awesome. Laid down and actually slept. So it does happen from time to Will time. Will they ever cancel a flight because there aren't enough people on it? Nope. Sometimes, Very, well, maybe, but you, sometimes you see of one, one person, person yeah. on a flight, you know? Wow. So. And they even let you fly. <laughs> yep. You want to take the control, Skippy? The New Orleans Police Department is searching for a woman accused of shooting a gun inside of a Bourbon Street restaurant on Sunday. It was around 2.20 a.m. More bread! The female suspect became irate inside the location over the quality of her food, <laughs> and she began punching the cook. Discharges a gun? Another employee broke up the fight and escorted the suspect out of the business. She later returned and pulled a handgun out of her purse, pointed the gun at the employee, and demanded a refund. When the employee told the suspect to leave, she fired a shot into the back wall of the business and fled onto Bourbon Street. If anyone knows the identity of the suspect or has the information, they are asked to contact the police. A four-year-old girl visiting a family at a residence shot herself with a gun left loaded on the kitchen counter as bear protection. <laughs> She's okay. She's going to survive this? her injuries. This is in Anchorage, Alaska. All right, so that is somewhat valid. Yeah, but... You don't want to leave it sitting out on I the counter. I think you leave your loaded gun, your your loaded bear killing gun on the counter. Police uh, said they responded just after ten fifteen a.m. Wednesday. The girl was taken to the hospital with a gunshot wound. She doesn't live at the house. Police said uh, the loaded handgun had intentionally been left out due to the area's bear population. A man and four other children were in the home when the shooting occurred. The questions of where the adult was at the time of the shooting and who owns the gun are still under investigation. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> no charges have been filed. Uh, sightings of black and brown bears are reported every few days in summer in this area. Last year, fishing game biologists shot two black bears in the neighborhood. Oh, no, a handgun. That were breaking into people's cars in search of food. Uh, this is pretty messed up, and uh, we'll wrap up with this. A mother is suing shoppers. Nope. A mother is urging shoppers. <laughs> the whole story just changed. Yep. A mother is urging shoppers. She went from suing to urging. Who purchase products at Walmart to double check if any of the items have been tampered with before buying them. This after her daughter discovered that her conditioner bottle contained nair inside oh, the product. Oh, come on. Yeah. That's just crappy. It's a hair removal product. Of course, it works by breaking the uh, disulfide bonds of the keratin moles in hair. Everyone knows that. Which makes it easier for hair to be wiped away easily without using a razor. According to uh, Taffy Joe Timms, her daughter... What's her name? Taffy Joe Timms <laughs> uh, bought Pantene Pro-V shampoo and conditioner at Walmart Ashley quickly began to panic when she saw heavy chunks were falling down to the floor, realizing someone had mixed in Nair in a conditioner bottle. Uh, the mother shared a picture of the girl's shower, which shows Allie's hair or Ashley's hair uh, stuck on the walls. 
When they opened up the bottle, they found that the product was, quote, an ugly pink color instead of the traditional white color that Pantene conditioner should be. Uh, The family contacted authorities and stated they will be reviewing camera footage and investigate the incident. Unfortunately for Ashley, after a consultation for extensions, hairdressers ended up shaving her head since her hair kept falling out. If you use Nair, uh, how long before the hair starts to grow back? Oh, I don't know. I, I, I also know that stuff like that can be permanent. Well, no, but it can um, it can cause burning on your burning, skin yeah. and stuff like that, so like a lie kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. If you leave and it if on you're allergic too long. to it too, it can do, you, do yeah. it. Even Have you ever worse. used nail on your legs? Or I think like maybe when I was you know in high school or college, I tried it. Does it grow back the hair fairly I think, quickly? Or like, I think norm- it's normal. normal. Okay, all yeah. Right. I hope this girl growth. gets her hair back. No kidding. All right, and there you go. That's what I have. In the bizarre file this morning. Am I giving this away? Yeah, man. PA Renfair with Marissa Magnata. Caller number 12. This is going to be Saturday, August 17th. If you're the 12th caller now, 215-263-WMMR. Not only will you get tickets, but you also get transportation on a bus from WMMR to go to the event. So let's have you do that now. Uh, don't forget, you can celebrate Her Majesty's Coronation Day Saturdays and Sundays at the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair right off Turnpike Exit 266. Discount tickets at PA Renfair. Taking a break. Coming right back. Stay with us. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. It's Pearl Jam on 93.3 WMMR. Everything rocks. Daughter. Uh, Preston and Steve at two minutes after 10 on a Friday morning. Word of the week prize. Get really, really, really close to that. So uh, if you've been keeping track of the letters, hang on to them because they're going to pay off for you, hopefully, in a little while. Just a gentle reminder again. Uh, we are currently searching for ladies to populate our Preston Steve Totally Office calendar for 2020. And it's very simple for you to submit photos and inquiries and all that stuff. You just go to PrestonandSteve.com. There's a link right there. It says uh, Totally Office Calendar. And if you know someone you think should be in the calendar, alert them of that and send them the link. And uh, have them submit. You never know. They might end up in the pages of the Totally Office Calendar. So I just want to give you... Little heads up on that. Uh, today we are doing the lesson question, which will get you a fifty dollars Rita's gift card if you can tell me the answer to this. In the art of racing in the rain, what is pretty much the only thing that the dog is thinking? Two one five two six three WMMR. In the art of racing in the rain, the movie. What is pretty much the only thing that the dog is thinking? It's from early this morning. If you know the answer, by you just go ahead and give us a call. You might get through and you might win uh, the prize. So 215-263-WMMR is the number. While you're doing that, we're going to do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, Steve, what's up this morning? Well, Ju- uh, Julianne Hoff come opening up uh, to Women's Health Magazine and revealing that she is gay. Hoff says that she made the admission fully aware of how much people disapprove of super hot lesbians. Yeah. Uh, 
Claudia Schiffer marking the 25th anniversary of her first Vogue cover by posing nude for a special photo shoot. A tease photo released yesterday shows Schiffer walking away from the camera seductively, dragging along her labia. Oh, oh my And God. finally, Olympic swimmer Ryan Lochte telling ESPN that he is not the same person that he was after years of going through turmoil. For one thing, Lochte says he now, he now knows what the word turmoil means. Uh, <laughs> and that's your Hollywood track. All right, we'll see if uh, somebody knows the answer to the question. Uh, and the art of racing in the rain, what is pretty much the only thing that the dog is thinking? And I will go to Mike, see if he knows the answer. Hey, Mike. Hey. Hey, bud. All right, so what's the only thing that the dog is thinking? Uh, licking a butthole. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. you know, yeah. Yeah, the dog wasn't so graphic. Lick her butt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you're correct. Hang on the line, we'll get your information. <laughs> and since so you got it right, is this for our studio? No. Oh, okay. For our prize, Preston. Oh, oh. Yeah, oh, that's right. We have $50 Rita's uh, gift card, so that makes perfect sense. Get ready for football season with Rita's newest flavor in honor of the Eagles. Go Birds Italian Ice. And you can stop by and try it today. Let's get on that music news. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! Anyway. All right. Just a few things to run by today. We'll start with this. Ghost will reportedly release a two-song, seven-inch single called Kiss the Goat, Mary on a Cross uh, on September 13th. The single is scheduled to arrive on the same day as the deluxe version of the band's latest album, the 2018 prequel, uh, which may uh, include the same two tracks as well. Uh, Ghost has not yet confirmed the release of any new material before the Antibody. time has come to kiss the goat. <laughs> but frontman Tobias Ford said in a November 2018 interview that fans could be uh, hearing fresh music from the band uh, before the end of this year. He explained, my intention, he said, my intention is not to release just another EP of covers. Put on your lipstick. And extend your tongue. Kiss the goat. I uh, said there might be something else coming out next year. Maybe there. Now extend your finger. <laughs> finger the goat. Oh my God. Uh, maybe that might have been recorded. to go out for dinner. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Make sure she's home by 11. Maybe that might have been uh, recorded already. Uh, that won't be covers, he said. Uh, he's confirmed in several recent interviews that he plans to enter the studio in early of next year to begin work on the follow-up to prequel. Yeah, it's interesting. I'll be curious to see if he ever, um, if Ghost is, I haven't listened to that much Ghost to know, but are there any pieces of Ghost music that approach and we talked to him about this, and I like a lot of this stuff. I think it's good that, but that approach, the imagery, yeah. in its, I've been told that the earlier stuff does. Okay, uh, now right. I, I haven't gone back and listened, but because he's put out several albums, um, but I've been kiss told, the horse. I've been told that yes, there's some of it that's a little more down and dirty. All so, right, uh, in earlier albums. So no, no. Uh, Slipknot debuted a brand new look at its concert on Tuesday night at the Paint in the Grass Festival in Auburn, Washington. Replacing the black jumpsuits that the band wore at the start of this year and their touring cycle are now mostly white jumpsuits and slightly adjusted masks. Uh, Corey Taylor's outfit was the only one with a different design than Slipknot's eight other members. 
uh, combining a bit of old with a bit of new broad pinstripe sleeves and a white stripe up the middle of the torso, splitting the two back halves. He worked on his new mask with special effects legend Tom Savini. Oh, the great Tom Savini. Yep, his extensive... I'm done with my mask! His extensive career in the film industry, and especially the horror genre, dates back to the late 1970s, including films such as Friday the 13th, Dawn of the Dead, From Dust Till Dawn, and many others. So he helped them out. And in one last story, ACDC continues to celebrate the 40th anniversary of its classic LP, Highway to Hell, by releasing a vintage performance video of Whole Lotta Rosie. The clip was recorded on July 13, 1979 at the Rijnal in Arnhem in the Netherlands and originally broadcast on Countdown, a show that ran on You're Dutch... You're going to take me a super save <laughs> tomorrow because I have a sale. Uh, Dutch Rosie. Uh, oh. television between 77 and 1993. Toilet Cedar says that's a row number one. Thank you. Ola Rosie and two other songs from that concert, Highway to Hell and The Jack... Uh, were featured on the 2007 Plug Me In DVD box set, but this is the first time they appear online as part of a month-long celebration of the LP's anniversary. It was released in July uh, of 1979, July 27th. Highway to Hell became ACDC's first album to sell a million copies and make the top 20 in the U.S. Uh, in the U.S. And Highway to Hell was ACDC's last album with singer Bon Scott, who died from alcohol poisoning. February 19th, 1980, and then the band vowed to carry on. They got Brian Johnson and recorded the Milestone Back in Black album within five months of Scott's death. One of the greatest... um, Do you call it a comeback? It really wasn't. They were were still riding high, but they took what could have been a major setback. Could have destroyed the band. Easily. And came back with another classic album. Well, even bigger. Yeah, bigger. The band got bigger. Yeah. uh, And they were already on the way up. Don't call it a comeback. No, I won't call it. Been here for years, bro. <laughs> uh, I wanted to add one more thing to your music news because well, uh, we had talked about this earlier in the week. But I- I'm really excited about this. Uh, Tool is now available digitally. Oh, that's nice. today. Yeah, you're right. Starting today. Um, yep. Hot damn today. I'm excited because I haven't taken Tool out for uh, a spin in its entirety. I spin my Tool all the time. <laughs> I know you do. Um, and is. this is going to be a-, a way for me to really, really. Play with your tool. Play with my tool. <laughs> I think you will be impressed by your tool. Yeah. Uh, no, honestly, I, I I I do love. I was not on board, and and, and then years ago, I actually started listening, and I think they, um, I love the stuff. Yeah. So my question for any tool fan out there is to you know guide me through which albums to, to go through, and you know, do I go through an order? Do I start at the very first album that they released and and just kind of go through chronologically? Or because my favorite song that they do is Prison Sex, but that's not off of their favorite or f- their first album. So uh, if anybody wants to be my my uh, vision guide. What's the best way to get Tool inside fist. you? <laughs> Stink Fist. You think so? Mm-hmm. Stink Fist. Uh, I don't know. Uh, email Casey. Yeah. I don't know. Tool fans, tell them where, where you should start, what, uh, what the progression should be. And here's the deal. So I learned this a while back. A friend of mine and his son were, his son was interested in Rush. Mm. And he's like, okay, so we don't know where to begin. There's so many albums and so on. And I was like, ooh, all right, let me think about that. And I said, side one of Hemispheres. You guys need to listen to that. And they did, and they got back to me, and they were like, nah, no. Yeah. And uh, what I realized is I gave them too much. I went too aggressive because that's a, that's one song that's an entire album side. Yeah. And it's really... You know, it's it's it, it talks about the gods and the you know and and all this stuff and it's really fantasy type of stuff. And I was like, oh, you know what I should have done? I should have said, 
listen to moving pictures, yeah. Limelight and and, uh, and and Tom Sawyer and YYZ and that stuff. You need to give them the entree that Come way. in as, as a... So don't give Casey the yes. really intense, oh my God, you've got to listen to this thing. Give him something that's easy to work his way into it. With yeah. Rush, I came into Rush f- with subdivisions that far along and right. then went back and appreciated because I initially did not like Getty Lee's voice. Yeah. yeah. But I appreciated it more coming in that way. You're right, though, Preston. You have to give sort of a yeah. uh, one oh, you know, 101 yeah, you don't as give opposed their... to an advanced course. Yeah, you don't want to give them the, the opus first. Yeah. You yeah. want to eventually get to that. And then lastly, I wanted to bring up the fact that uh, tonight, uh, for two sets, Saint. Oh. Coming to the Lehigh Valley in their only area performance, Saint tears it up. Marissa pointed out that we've we've made the MMR concert calendar. Oh, All the information is available on the MMR concert calendar. That's <laughs> a big time. We are on the MMR concert calendar. So, yes, my band is playing tonight at a uh, club called One Center Square. Are you going to invite people back to the tour crossover? <laughs> nah, I don't think so. But, by the way, I have a drum riser tonight. So oh! That's always, that's always kind of fun. Yeah. Being above everyone else. Does that mean uh, you're traveling in the minivan tonight? I am traveling in the minivan. <laughs> yeah, right. buddy. It's the only thing that fits all my equipment. It's so rocker. Mm, I know. And my drum set's electronic drum set. It looks so wimpy up on stage. <laughs> I'm so bummed out, man. There's my damn hearing problems. You can't play a big, awesome, badass acoustic Got despicable me playing in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> in my minivan. There, there's got to be some sort of... Um, like faux drum kit. That... We were talking about that last night, Mark. My guitarist is like, you should get a big poster of a really awesome looking drum kit and put it in front of it. I was like, that's a great idea, man. So anyway, yeah, we're playing tonight. 830 is when the show starts. So uh, come and see us if you would, please. Awesome. At, uh, One Center Square. All right. And Music Fest is happening around Bethlehem, by the way. So there's a, that's actually a lot of live music in that area uh, this whole weekend. So, All right. Anyhow, thank you, Casey, for plugging that. I appreciate that. Uh, let's continue with the rock that's the latest news let's get on with the latest rock uh we have best tasting little morsels i have ever had in my life we have the rock residency uh corn and allison chains playing tomorrow night bb&t pavilion and i'll take caller number 15 at 215-263-WMMR this cat really knows how to play guitar (laughs) and you'll be registered for the uh vip lounge package uh, which could have you at a pre-show party with interactive games, memorabilia, display food, beverages, limited edition, silk screen poster, and more. Call I fi- am feeling good, and I hope you are, too. Call 15-215-263-WMMR. Call now. Do you have the let's get on to the latest rock? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the latest That's news. That's the latest news. <laughs> let's get on to the latest rock. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment, get ready to wrap up the show. What of the week prize will be giving away when we return? Stay with us. Join Marissa Magnava at Friday from 6 to 8 at Stowe's Bar, 236 Market Street in Philly. Enter to win a midweek overnight stay at Resorts Casino Hotel, a $50 credit to Landshark Bar and Grill in Atlantic City, and a three-day, four-night all-inclusive stay in the Caribbean. Plus, enjoy $3 Landshark Pounders. Friday from 6 to 8, Nick McElwain rocks first Friday at the corner of Bridge and Main in Phoenixville. Check out craft breweries and distilleries, exciting restaurants, music from L and the John Doe Band, and the 2019 Subaru Outback from Piazza Subaru of Limerick. Shop 24-7 at PiazzaSubaru.com. Complete details at PhoenixvilleFirst.com. 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. 
Friday morning, President Steve Show. And uh, about 1024 as we're getting ready to wrap up today's program. Uh, and I like ending the work week like this. And our week back from vacation. Yes. It's been a nice transition. Yeah. It's always yeah. a little tough getting back into the schedule, but I, I think it went okay. I think so. In yeah. fact, Chuck came in yesterday. He's like, man, you guys are having great shows this week. I'm like, two weeks vacation, dude. See what it does? There you go. See what it does. You know that Hawaiian food. Mm. What was that thing you had? A whole... The moco loco. Moco loco. Mm-hmm. Did Chuck hear his love you, hate you message? He did. <laughs> and he was like, where did that come from? <laughs> I have no idea what that was about. And I think it was because we brought up uh, earlier this week that Chuck had a, uh, a room in oh, his shore right. house that no one had ever been into before because he had to go through this weird little crawl space to get to it. And it right. was a tiny little half-sized door. Marissa was in it. She was. Yeah. yeah. There was nothing exciting. There's the Oompa Loompas on the other side. Right, right. Uh, but it did warrant someone saying that Chuck probably has people buried in his in his uh, basement. <laughs> Casey and I were walking down the hallway yesterday, and Paula Decker from our sales department stopped both of us and said, uh, I just want to let you guys know you had a really funny show today. And it was so nice of her to say that, because sometimes nice. we don't know. We're in it, and we hope that it sounds good, but you I never mean, you never quite know if it is or if it's not. And so it was a, it was a nice thing for Paula to say to us. I appreciated that. That is nice. Yeah. All right. Thank you, by the way, to Natasha Legero. Yes. Who was on our show this morning. Natasha is performing at Helium Comedy Club tonight and Saturday night, 7.30 and 10 p.m. are the shows. You can get them at heliumcomedy.com. She was very, very funny. Very Camping cool. expert now, we know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then, thank you to Sean Wayans. Yay! Uh, Sean is in town performing at Punchline, and he'll be there tonight and tomorrow. 7.30 and 9.45, and you can go to punchlinephilly.com, and I'll bring up something about Punchline. Steve and I went and filmed something there yes. the other day. So uh, in the near future, when you go to a show at Punchline, they will show a little introductory video about how you should act or not act. Your do's and don'ts. Yep, while you're at the comedy club. So and we were horrible. That was nice of them to yeah. uh, to offer that up to, to us to do that, so we appreciate that, guys. Uh, we should do our letter of the day. Case, is that something you can handle? I can figure it out. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. Why? As in Weezer. No, as in, uh, <laughs> <laughs> as in yellow. All right. Caller number nine. Caller number nine, 215-263-WMMR. You get a crack at it. You got to know the word, and you have to be that ninth caller to give it to us. And if you are indeed that person, then you do indeed win the prize. And I'll tell you what all that stuff is in just a little bit. While we are awaiting those calls, I will mention the fact that there is a new Daily Rush video. Uh, Speaking of Punchline, because they sponsor our Daily Rush. Uh, it is Jimmy O. Yang, uh, who came by the studio a few weeks ago. Uh, actor, comedian, super nice guy. Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, he plays the real douchebag uh, friend who's shooting the rocket launcher. A lot of fun. Off the barge. Uh, and it says he talks about disappointing his parents with his disappointing jobs. <laughs> and uh, you can now see that at PrestonAndSteve.com. It is sponsored by Punchline Philly Comedy Club. Restaurant and bar. Couple of appearances this weekend. Nick McElwain at first Friday today in Phoenixville, uh, the corner of Bridge and Main, six to eight p.m. 
You can drink while you're outside on First Friday, can't you, Nick? They practically encourage it. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and Mayor Pete always swings by. He's a great guy, and Phoenix Hill's an awesome town. Uh, yeah, Corner Bridge in Maine, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. tonight, and uh, so many of the stores, restaurants, bars, they just open up their doors, and it's a really great vibe, and we love to have you stop by the MMR table, and awesome live music right in that area as well. And then uh, Marissa will be at the Landshark Summer Friday Escape Party, which is taking place from 6 to 8 today as well, at Stowe's Bar which is at 3rd and Market in Philadelphia today. And it's a chance for you to win a summer escape to AC and uh, winter escape to Jamaica as well, Marissa. A couple of trips uh, people can win. Yeah, and that's a great place. They have, like, Nintendo 64 on the TVs that you can play, and they have a little outdoor area with uh, Bago and Shuffleboard and all. So you may have driven by it on Market Street. They got um, Richard Pryor on the video, President. That's what I heard. <laughs> Come and hang out. $3 pounders. Thank you for that, <laughs> Steve. Uh, so, anyhow, Marissa will be there. We got disco and eight <laughs> tracks and cassettes in stereo. in stereo. That's right. Pierre knows it. We've got rural scenes. And magazines. We got truckers, truckers on, on CB. You guys have any idea what we're talking about? Jackson Brown. Yeah. Oh, all right, uh, let's go to the phones and see if we can get a winner. Caller number nine is who we're looking for, and that's Sandy. Hi, Sandy. Good morning. Good morning. Sandy, what's the word of the week? Happy. Great day in the cookie. Great day in the cookie. Yeah, Sandy. You win, and I'm not sure if you're into uh, mixed martial arts, but... You got VIP tickets to PFL 6, the Professional Fight League, Thursday, August 8th, 7 p.m. at the Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City. We'll give you an overnight stay for the night as well. So what do you think about that? I love it. All right, good. I'm happy to hear that. Hang on, Sandy. We'll get your information. And uh, don't forget, it's uh, the road to the playoffs. You can see 12 live fights as light heavyweights and heavyweights compete to clinch playoff berths. Uh, tickets are on sale now at pflmma.com slash tickets and the Ocean Casino Resort box office at Ovation Hall. More details at theoceanac.com. So there you go. Uh, Pierre is indeed here, so we can find out what's coming up on the program today. What uh, what you got going on? There'll be many things, and they'll be beautiful. I love that. Many things uh, and beautiful. Um, there'll be things, and then more things. There'll be blocks and socks and... Happy Talks. Mm, nice. And Goldilocks. And Goldilocks. Oh, and there's some more information there you go. There's a sheet just that might coming have some in right now. Yeah. Uh, there'll also be um, workforce. Oh, we, got, so we have a lot of bands in town. So we're going to do a combo of Corn and Alice in Chains. Going to do another combo of Hart and Joan Jett. Right, Mr. Cake? That's correct. That's the and uh, we got a Queen uh, thing happening too, right? Yes, that's correct. Because uh, Queen and Adam Lambert are in town. And then we're going to do a giant album side of um, Chain. What's your band called? Saints. Chain. Coming to the Lehigh Valley. Chain. Actually, I like that better. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Chain. 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 (laughs) I don't chain. I was trying to give it a plug, and I couldn't I know, remember the I, name. I appreciate that. But we did get it on the concert calendar, and Thank it will you. be in the weekend calendar, uh, read on the on the air. That's great. So that's pretty exciting. Tell How's, your uh, How was your birthday, man? It was great fun. Good. I uh, went to a cool restaurant called Savona. and, uh, and oh, then, Savona? Yeah, yeah it's good. Been yes, yeah, yeah, great place. And then uh, tonight, uh, a girlfriend of mine's having a birthday, 
And uh, we're going to go up to JFK Airport. Now you're thinking, why do you want to go to JFK <laughs> Airport for your birthday? Well, um, there was a legendary architect uh, in the 50s and 60s, Eero Saarinen, and he created all these futuristic, uh, at the time, I love this uh, mid-50s kind of vibe of, um, you know, the yeah. Jetsons kind of vibe. Futuristic was, retro. Yeah. Futuristic retro, right. And he designed this beautiful terminal uh, that was in use for many years. I love the TWA it. terminal. It's great. And then it, it went out of service. TWA went out of uh, business a long time ago. In fact, they used to um, uh, have a big thing in uh, St. Louis. Yep. It was a big hub. hub. Yep. Yeah. It has a big I, sweeping curve to it. It's yeah. amazing. It's so beautiful. So they have opened uh, a hotel. They have renovated the whole thing and opened the TWA Hotel. And um, it's all retro, you know, and they have all these, you know, old phones and the people wear flight attendant outfits from the 60s. And there's it's it's totally, you know, like a martini lounge and it's all and and the rooms are right on the airport or right right on the runway. So and they've taken. Oh, that's a picture of Connie, which is an old Lockheed uh, TWA plane that they've restored, and it's uh, it's a cocktail lounge now. That is Great. awesome. Uh, cool. So, um, are you staying up there? Yeah, that's and, so cool. So I'm going up to JFK oh, to stay. You know what? In that aircraft, Connie, I get it now. It was called the Constellation. Yeah. Right. Um, and. Uh, um, Howard Hughes was Im- important in in uh, creating that. Oh wow! Yeah, so that's yeah. cool, Connie. I love this stuff, dude. So this is awesome. it. Really looks to be cool, and and you know they've they've saved. I, I'm a big fan of restoration. I can't stand tearing things down. So they've saved this marvelous building, uh, and uh, there's no. It, it's quite a unique structure, and then they've they've built this whole hotel on top of it uh, and adjoining it with the rooms literally on the runways. So you look out your, you know, out your window and you see planes and they've got little, um, you know, TWA shampoos and things like that. So it should be a lot of fun. TWA was for younger people, uh, an airline that was huge for many, many years. One of the first that flew uh, across the continent, I think, in Transworld Transworld Airlines Airlines is what it stood for. And Pan Am has since gone into the dustbin of history. Uh, You're going to like us. TWA, that was their slogan. Uh, So I used to fly it all the time. So it's kind of cool. Well, excellent. Yeah, I want to see some pictures and stuff like that. I'll have lots of them. Nice. Maybe. Wonderful. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Pierre. Thank uh, you. And I want to thank our uh, sponsors today. The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And the Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also, Acme, the official supermarket of the Preston and Steve Show. And Fred Beans, don't miss out on better pricing, better selection, and better deals. Uh, during the anniversary sale, so next week, uh, it should be. It's uh, one of our regular visitors, Mr. Mark Summers, will be in our studio. Ah, the great Mark Summers. We will have the winner of the Indy 500, Will Power, in our studio. That's nice. pretty cool. All the drivers we have by are so great. Also in our studio, John Frickin Schneider. Yes. Ah, will be awesome. Yeah, uh, Hazard guy. Yes. Uh, also, Superman's father from uh, right. Smallville. Right. And we'll also have Bobby Flay on the program. Jerry O'Connell will be joining us. And possibly, who's this last one? I can't read it, Casey. Gaten Matarazzo. He's uh, from oh. Stranger Things. Yeah, kid with kid. no teeth. Oh, D- Dylan. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. All right, he might be stopping by. That's pretty cool. I love that. All right, so that is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great weekend, gang. And we'll see you on Monday. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you. Can we have a real discussion about Chuck? He's never had a strawberry. He's never tried pineapple. 
He won't try a new restaurant. He's got a door in his house that he's never gone through and a room he's never stepped foot in. He's socializing children that have also never been in that room. I'm pretty sure this guy has a pit in his basement with a woman in it that he lowers lotion down into. Next message. Yeah! The sun is off and my girlfriend's hotter. But let's just remember one thing, fellas and girls. We're the main three, baby. All right, everybody have a good Friday. Next message. You ever put my message on this line? Probably because it sucks. Go Eagles! The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.